0: Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude Scott. I'm your dude Dave. And today we're doing our supersized Oscar special where we will pick our winners, the ones we want to win for eight of the categories at this year's Oscars, which is next Sunday. And then in the second half, we're going to do a review of The Godfather from 1972. So this is a super special episode for everybody. Yes,
1: it's gigantic.
0: We're, we're not going to do the typical thing where we say what we've been watching. We're not going to have a topic. We're just going to talk about the Oscars and then The Godfather. So that sounds like a good time to me. That's right. Strap in, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So the Oscars. There's a big old controversy about things not getting voted on and stuff like that. So let me tell you how the voting works a little bit. And first of all, this is all subjective. Um <laughs> Just because someone is wins a best picture doesn't mean it was the best picture. True. It's all subjective. That's right. So here's how the voting works. Uh, most categories are nominated by the members of the corresponding branch. So actors in the Academy vote for the best actor category. Mm-hmm. That's how that works. And they all get to vote for best Picture. Uh, so cinematographers can only vote for the best cinematographer uh-huh. and the best picture, right? Or and they can only nominate for those categories, right? During the finals, all the Oscar categories are on the ballot for the voting members. Everyone gets to vote for the winners. So I guess I didn't explain that everyone can nominate their own category, but they can vote for every category.
1: They can nominate. Okay, I so gotcha. actors can only nominate yeah. actors. Okay.
0: Directors can only nominate directors. Okay. But they can vote once all nominees are in. I see. On everything. Okay. All right. right. So I just confused the hell out of everyone. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, the votes, once they come in for the winners to see who's winning, that's all weighted. So you put, like, your top five. So number one gets most of the weight Mm -hmm. and number two gets a little less and third one gets less and less and you cannot win an award if you don't have a number one vote from any members
1: a first place vote has to be you you need at least
0: one first place vote all right so for example this year idris elba is not nominated for anything but Mm -hmm. maybe he was number two on every single person's list right but he can't be nominated now because he's not a number one on anyone's list okay that that's kind of how the system works. So right, right, that's why everyone gets mad. Right, and that's okay. That's <laughs> yeah. how it works. Right. So that kind of sucks, Dave. There's some other things that suck, right? <laughs> yeah, there
1: sure are, <laughs> man. Uh, Dave's yeah. got some beefs. And and this is this is a weird Oscar <laughs> show that we're 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 sitting here. We're both film lovers. We're we're uh-huh. you know like film nerds. We talk about movies all day long and. And here we are, and we're going to crap all over the Oscars for a little <laughs> while before we get into the actual <laughs> rewarding process. But, you know, we'll, we'll say right up front. I mean, like like Scott talked about how everything is just subjective. And uh, in the end, none of this matters, everybody. We all know that. We, we, we know that this is just, it's just really, a trifle. Yeah. Big deal. Okay? In the grand scheme of, of life, yeah, it doesn't matter. Right. But... It just happens to be what we enjoy our, in our spare time, so that's why we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. And um, and right up front, we should say that competition in the arts, it feels weird, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just a filmmakers probably shouldn't set out to win awards. They should just try to make good films.
0: Exactly. Um, you, you can see what movies are trying a little too hard sometimes.
1: Yes, yes. They're, mm-hmm. they're really going for... It's, it's Oscar bait. The Oscar
0: bait. Exactly, mm-hmm.
1: you know? Now... The, the, the biggest controversy this year when the nominations came out was hashtag Oscars so white. You know mm-hmm. how I feel about people communicating via hashtags, of course. <laughs> but, you know, it cheapens the whole issue a bit, but whatever. We, we, we know that the that the Academy has a huge diversity <laughs> problem, um, and it's especially evident this year. They had all these opportunities to give nominations for many deserving people, and they in- instead kind of went with what they knew. Now, dude, I, I don't know how you feel about this, but I'll, I'll just say, give you my okay. completely subjective opinion. Okay. All right? I think Sylvester Stallone, Matt Damon, and Jennifer Lawrence are people that I admire. I, I don't know that it, they needed to be nominated this year.
0: I, I can agree. Okay. I think Matt Damon might have been the most worthy of those three. Yes, I would agree. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was really mad at Jennifer Lawrence being on this list. Understood. Uh yes. Especially because there's more people that were way better than her this uh-huh. year. Right. A good a good amount. Yeah. I, and I'll I'll tell you some later. Okay. But man, I was pissed about that. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: <laughs> I understand. I mean, it's it's just and and like the 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 people that um the, the 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 biggest snubs that people were like you know like really pissed off about were were mostly like non-white actors and actresses yeah. mm-hmm. um, who you know maybe were more deserving i I have some written down here like well they they weren't all actors but Ryan Coogler in particular uh, the director of yeah Creed.
0: I think he could have got a nomination for sure I
1: mean you know he he was it's a it's a really good movie um and then his star yeah, Michael, Michael B, B. Jordan. Jordan. Um, Star of Fruitvale Station and Fantastic Four, and you know, of course, Fantastic <laughs> one Four. One of those okay. are pretty yeah, good. One of those is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I personally remember him also from The Wire. He in the uh, he's yes, great do. in The Wire. Yes, you do and then you had Will Smith in Concussion who you were raving about for days afterward.
0: I think he was really good in that movie. Yes. Even as... even his accent. I mm-hmm. mean, I didn't, it didn't feel phony or like trying too hard to do it. He did a great job, if you ask me.
1: That accent, um it's not doing a French accent. That 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 is probably one of the more difficult accents to pull off yeah. for an American person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, and then you had Idris Elba in Beasts of No Nation, of course. He was fantastic. I mean, he is like He's one of the best things going today.
0: Yeah, he he does no wrong. Even when he's in movies that aren't that great, he's still great.
1: You just you can't take your eyes off him. He's a movie star, mm-hmm. you know, and he's and he's
0: a thespian on top of it. Um, he's yeah, great. Yeah, he he's trained in the theater. Absolutely, you know, in yes. England. That's right. Right. So you don't get much more thespian than nope. Than that, that guy's <laughs> old. Vic. You know? yeah, right. <laughs>
1: Um, I also wrote down, uh, Schwitel which is weird because, I mean, he's not really being talked about, but I thought he was about as good as Matt Damon was. What in, was he um, in
0: today? I mean, t- not today. This uh, year? The Martian. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Him and Jeff Daniels are arguing with each other throughout the yep. whole movie, and yep.
0: um,
1: I just thought he was very good in it. Uh, then you also had Oscar Isaac. Yes. In several movies. Um, you know, you could have picked one, exactly. or whichever, you yeah. know? Um, I wrote down Jason Mitchell, and he played Eazy-E in Straight Outta Compton.
0: Yes. I, I looked him up, and I was like, this guy's got to be doing more stuff He's here. great. He's, he's, he's really, really good. good. He stands out from that cast. He he was the star of that mm-hmm. movie. I agree. He was uh, awesome. You could argue, I mean, all three of them were kind of yes. the stars in Straight Outta Compton. Right. But E just had something about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, He was the main focus, if yes. you ask me.
1: Well, and because he's probably—I mean, he—he's uh, like because of his his uh, you know like early death and everything—he's—he's yeah. he's, a—he's a rock star who died in his prime, so he's right. going to be more of the focus. And he—he he really pulls it off. This guy who's like kind of an unknown
0: mm-hmm. is just
1: carrying a big movie.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see more of this guy. Mm-hmm. He's awesome That's for sure.
1: Right. Um, and the other one I wrote down was Benicio del Toro.
0: Yeah, in Sicario. Yep, he was amazing. He's really he's. Yeah, I'll tell you awesome. what that movie. I thought it was good, but I I don't think it was any better than the ones on these lists. Okay. But mm-hmm. um, the end scene near the end with him uh in his storyline, it was just I, I I was speechless.
1: With with him and the kingpin at, yeah. at the at the table yeah, with his family. Yeah, yeah. I'm
0: Trying not to give away too many spoilers. Right. I guess I mean we always spoil everything. Yeah. So I mean, exactly. Who cares? Yeah. But yeah. yeah, at the end when he tracks down the kingpin, um, right. what a performance. <sighs> terrifying yeah oh yeah. yeah
1: it's it's chilling to what to what, what what happens in that scene and and he is especially like with his dead eyes amazing yep yeah so Great. good <laughs> um any more beef you want to talk about uh well i had a couple of beefs okay um, yeah the, the well i mean <laughs> m- movies that weren't Let's nom- share the beef okay uh the, the ceremony itself okay okay it's uh it's bloated and very boring that's
0: very very true
1: I mean holy crap it's Mm -hmm. four hours long Mm -hmm. Um, and they've been trying for years to tighten this thing up and they just can't because
0: they're just insistent on like having this lavish production what they need to do is cut out all the fluff, man. I don't, I don't want to see someone performing or doing jokes or whatever the hell they're doing. It's so indulgent mm-hmm. and just, I mean, like, the, and they're so tone deaf as to what people actually like to see. Yeah, and it's not like the Tonys where you want to see a, a performance on the stage. You know? Exactly, you, it's not right. like
1: that. Yeah, you're not here to see Hugh Jackman, uh, like do a soft shoe. I mean, you just, you just, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's enough. I mean, and and it, plus it comes after. Like this, this huge four hour ceremony comes after like five or six other ceremonies of, of like equal yeah, red carpet, lab, exactly. you know, like black tie. You get kind of burnt out. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, enough of this. <laughs> um, it's and the things like we've talked about things you don't need. I mean, you don't, I don't know if you need a host. Uh, and even if, you, if there is someone hosting, they don't need to do a 15 minute monologue to open the show. Um, And have like jokes (laughs) between every segment. I know people like that Ellen selfie thing, but I didn't care about it. I thought that was neat.
0: Was it was cool. It was okay. Uh, but I mean, well, I was the hashtag they used.
1: I can't remember. <laughs> I I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I can't remember. dude. Do not
0: recall? I don't. You weren't, you weren't following the trending topic. I, I wasn't. Okay. No, no. <laughs> and I didn't
1: retweet it. Uh, I didn't, you know, <laughs> and when she brought out like the, 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 the pizza with the plates and forks, I was like, Oh, it was just taking forever. I was like, my God, this bit is dying. Stop. Yeah. Just get, make with the, make with the <laughs> movie stuff. All right. Um, And uh, you don't need musical numbers, like you said. You don't need to hear every Best Original Song nomination performed in its entirety. And here's one. The the actor, the acting nominee and movie nominee, like, tributes that are, like, sprinkled throughout the show now in the last five years or so, Mm -hmm. where, like, an actor, a well-known actor, comes out and just starts speechifying about... Um, like, kind of speaking in vague terms about a performance that we know about. They're describing the character that the Best Actor nominee is being nominated for. You know, like, King George Hmm. stammers a bit, and blah, blah, blah. This... Is Colin Firth. And then they show, like, 60 seconds of the performance. And then, like, it just goes to another musical number. I mean, like, this all has to happen even before they even read the nominations. It's, we,
0: it's terrible. We we know what he did in the movie. We
1: know just, this! Just get to it! I know! <laughs> I know! Shit or get... I mean, enough!
0: Well, I mean... I, all right. For the show, we w- we made sure we watched all these movies nominated. Yes. So we had a fair yes. discussion and uh, could pick fairly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not everyone watching the show has seen all the movies, though, so I can see having a little explanation about the parts or the director or whoever. Okay. But, like you said, it doesn't need to be ten minutes long. No. For each person. Nope. You don't need to know exactly what happened in The Martian. (laughs) Because you know he's stranded on Mars.
1: (laughs) An astronaut is stranded on Mars. And so, yeah. Oh, you know. And there's the other ones, too, that are, like, that are kind of personalized. Like, when Shirley MacLaine came out a few years ago and was, like, she looked at Anne Hathaway and was just, like, uh, (laughs) Anne, uh, you know, and she, like, just addressed her specifically and it was, like. Well, what is this inside Hollywood crap?
0: Are they do? Are they even friends? Or is I, this just I, some pe- writer I who don't, makes
1: a bit? I hope. I hope. It, I, hope it, I mean, yeah. I hope to God they actually are friends. <laughs> right. and it wasn't just Bruce Valanche wrote this this speech for Shirley MacLaine. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, Yeah. And speaking of bits, you don't need them. I don't need any bits. I don't need any. I don't need any shtick. I don't need any of that stuff. Just get rid of it, dude. I mean, get rid of these things. Keep (laughs) keep the, keep the awards themselves and the obituary. And we're at the fucking governor's ball in less than two hours. Yeah. The the,
0: the in memoriam is quite good. I I enjoy seeing that. I I always enjoy the
1: in memoriam. Yeah. Yeah. It's my, it's my favorite part of the show. Really? Uh, Well, I know how you love death. I so. do. <laughs> I am a death junkie and and, and, it, and it just it just feeds my you yeah know, Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay, so <laughs> that's the beefs. Yes. <laughs> so if you have beefs, let us know. Go to our <laughs> Facebook page, dudes on movies, you can find it. Lay out your beef yep. right there. Show yep. us your beef. <laughs> so Hashtag Not. show us your fucking. Oh, oh god. god! Hashtag show us your fucking beef.
1: <laughs> that 2016. We're gonna see a lot of action, man.
0: <laughs> you know when I use hashtags on our social media, I feel like a dipshit sometimes. Do you? Okay. I'm like, man, I don't really want to put hashtag Ray on here, but you know I will.
1: I know it <laughs> helps traffic, and and
0: I'll I'll
1: I'll, I'll ah. submit to it. So I I'll, I'll I'll go with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just, you know
0: I only use it because I know it might help us get a little more listeners yeah, and that's you fine. know, that's mm-hmm. that's good. Right, right, right. You know, we want people to hear us yeah. complaining about the Oscars. Yes, exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're complaining here, but I actually do enjoy it. I like it. Okay. Um I don't know. It's fun to see people get recognized by their peers. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Even though there's all the shenanigans and stuff going on, it's a good list of movies that you won't be wasting your time if you watch. That's true. Yes. So that's that's probably the most important thing about this. I, mm-hmm. Most people probably say, well, I'm going to watch something tonight. Oh, well, this movie was nominated for yep. an award. It's got to be good, right? If you can put that on the cover of the movie, uh, it's, it's it
1: makes a difference. Yeah, it definitely you know? does. Right.
0: So now we're going to talk about our picks. Mm-hmm. So we're starting here with an uh, actress in a supporting role, right? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so we had a poll on the website. If you go to dudesonmovies.com slash Oscars2016, uh, you could vote for the, your picks there. So we had some people vote on the website. Mm-hmm. So after we give our picks, we can look and see what the audience thinks. Nice, so, yeah. First up, actress in supporting role. You had Jennifer Jason Leigh for Hateful Eight, Rooney Mara and Carol Rachel McAdams in Spotlight, Alicia Vikander, and The Danish Girl, and Kate Winslet, and Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. Should I read these every time? Because that's kind of long.
1: Oh, I, I think, yeah, I think you, you think should. I should. Yeah, yeah, I think all you right. should. I, I, right. I, I like hearing them.
0: All right. Yeah. I, I hope I, everybody else yeah, likes right. hearing them too. <laughs> yes. so, I mean, and you're driving your car. I don't want you to pick up your phone <laughs> nice. and Google the nomination. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on. Like, just listen to Scott. Just listen to my voice. Right. Come on. Anyways, <laughs> so those are the nominees. Dave, who. Who do you pick here for best supporting actress?
1: Okay, I pick uh, Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara. Okay, yeah. uh, I think her performance is sincere and vulnerable. Uh, her character, it, she follows the lead of another character for most of the movie, um, and Kate Blanchett. Yes, yes. Um, and but even though, like she's doing that, like she is definitely kind of the focus of the story yeah. um, in many ways. And and when that moment she's been waiting for finally happens, it's really beautiful. It is, you know, and, it... and so well played. That's true. Yeah, it's great. All
0: right. Okay, so one vote there for Rooney Mara, mm-hmm. the more talented Mara sister. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. My vote goes to Alicia Vikander. Oh, or okay. Or the Danish girl. All right. I just felt her performance was so true to how uh, someone in that situation would feel. Okay. Uh, your husband has decided to become a woman. Yes. Uh, you, a man you deeply love, not only personally, but professionally, your lives are intertwined. hmm and she's so, she's supportive yet, like, confused and tentative and even angry about it. Like, yes, uh, she does an incredible job. This I was agree. a great year for her. And I think this is her, the best performance. Oh, for yeah. She's actor. breaking out. Yeah. yeah, this is good stuff. I'd, I'd go with that one, too. That's fun. All yeah. right. So according to the fans on the website, I was wrong. OK. Um, <laughs> it's a three way tie. Oh, Rooney. OK. Rachel McAdams and Kate Winslet. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't expecting that. Wow, yep. okay. And then um, Alicia and Jennifer Jason Lee tie for last. So. Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see who wins on Sunday. That's right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now, actor in supporting role. This one has Christian Bale for The Big Short, Tom Hardy for The Revenant, Mark Ruffalo for Spotlight, Mark Rylance for Bridge of Spies, and Sylvester Stallone for Creed. Hmm. Dave, you want to go first again? Sure. Okay. Uh,
1: I pick Christian Bale.
0: Christian Bale, okay. Yes.
1: Um, I think, it, like, he, he you know how he kind of excels and he's kind of known for, like, disappearing into roles? Um, yeah. You know, like, he off, sometimes he renders himself physically unrecognizable. Yep. Um, it's not as drastic here. He doesn't go that far with it. Right. But it's still kind of a huge departure from what we've seen from him. I agree. You know,
0: he's he's playing that slight like mental disability absolutely. he has, his yes. glass eye. And yeah, yeah, Social Asperger's, yes, yeah. absolutely. He nails it. He's great. The first five minutes of this movie, it's
1: I know, like wow, I know, and, <laughs> and the and the movie is so different when it focuses on his story.
0: It is. It's completely different. Yep, mm-hmm. I love it. Okay, this was the hardest category for me to pick from. Yes, it was. Um, I ended up choosing Mark Ruffalo in spotlight okay. and the main reason is his body language just something I know. about that i like, know he's a reporter and he seems kind of like macho and yeah like in your face uh just tell me what i want to hear uh-huh. but there's this subtlety to it where he kind of like leans in to listen to yes. who he's interviewing and yes the way he's looking is so sincere and you just trust him i this wasn't my first choice and right. after thinking about it i was like dude this was amazing what he was doing in this movie
1: he's he was, okay, he was my number two okay, okay. Uh, and what you were saying about the body language I picked up on it like maybe 30 minutes into the movie and, yeah. I, and I just was like I was like I don't know what this is but I kind of like it yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of like reacting positively to it and then when he was like sitting there with Stanley Tucci in the restaurant um, mm-hmm. and like he's just talking about like his personal life he, he's still taking notes of what Stanley's saying but his his demeanor doesn't change uh-huh. Even though he's talking about himself personally now, he's not asking questions about the case. Yeah, he's still doing that thing where his when his one shoulder is down. Yeah, he's like leaning over. Yeah, a little, it's like, and his, and his lips are pursed. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. I, I it's really good.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that that's my choice. Let's see here. The the listeners out there, Mark Ruffalo taking the lead. Wow, fifty percent of the votes. Okay, going to Mark.
1: Good for Mark.
0: Yeah. So. I don't know Sly got a couple votes too. Did he? Yeah, hmm. I think he did a good job. But, I do too. Um, nowhere near some of these other guys. Right. Uh, Bale, Hardy, and Ruffalo. I think uh, they were all three really good. They were. Right. All mm-hmm. three great. Right. Okay, so now we're moving into the big the big leagues here. Right. Act- leading actresses, <sighs> we got Kate Blanchett and Carol, mm-hmm. Brie Larson in Room. Jennifer Lawrence in Jewel, <laughs> Charlotte Rampling in 45 Years, and Sersha Ronan in Brooklyn. Mm. I'll go first this time. All right. All right. My first choice Brie Larson for Room.
1: I had a feeling this was coming.
0: I, uh, well, I've been talking about this movie before it came out. Yes. Um, and it didn't disappoint me one bit. Right. Her performance as a kidnap and rape victim held captive in a tiny room for five years. Mm hmm seems so genuine, yes, and especially the fact how she protects her son even in the room and outside of the room mm-hmm. and the way she kind of sacrifices her own mental stability to you know benefit her son mm-hmm. uh there's just something about what she was doing that blew me away mm-hmm. and even when they get out uh spoiler alert there <laughs> halfway through the movie it's not a spoiler damn no, it it's in the halfway through really right fine, but uh. <laughs> Once she's out, she can't cope with being out. Yep. And she does a great job with that, too. And her son being able to kind of save her uh, just, like, broke my heart, man. I, I, I know. I, I So good.
1: I know. So, Bree. Bree's my girl. Okay. All right. I, I, She was my number two again. Okay. Uh, and, and, I mean, like, it's no knock on her, but I, I just, you know, like, everything you said is, is totally correct. Yep. Um, but my pick was uh, Sir Ronan. Um, My number two. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so good. So good, I, I, dude. I have seldom seen any actor project this kind of feeling, um, and everything she does is genuine. It, it's it's yeah, just like exa-
0: the whole movie's like that.
1: I know. It, this, yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. It, it really is. I mm-hmm. mean, she, she's one. She's one awesome part of a gigantically awesome, you know, yeah. like whole. And but this is one of the finest film acting performances I've ever seen because it's just, um, it, it's. Uh, <laughs> well
0: i it's it's amazing I, I I
1: just really really was i loved her in this movie
0: her her being torn between two things, yes. is very well done yes, like I want to say it's ambivalence, but it's not ambivalence because that implies not really caring, mm. but being torn between two things uh it's just is great
1: well like like legitimately torn yeah it, it's she's she doesn't vacillate between you know like like uh, kind of like going for for whatever the new thing is, or, or right. whatever you know, like whatever's, or like maybe going toward what's comfortable. It's it's like what is my real feeling here, and it's and it's all over her face and her you know like in her actions. It's right. It's so it's really well written on top of her performance yes. of it, just being like it's so 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 genuine and sincere.
0: Yep. Yep. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. So the listeners out there in podcast land, the winner. Is Saoirse Ronan mm. half the votes? Wow. Again. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. I second place. Brie Larson. Okay. Thirty-seven expected, and a half right? percent. Right. So also, I want to mention uh, Charlize Theron. Not anywhere near this list. Yeah, that was um, that. <sighs> well, kind this, of surprising uh, to me. Yeah, it was right. I mean, Fury, and also uh, is such a great character and a great performance by her.
1: A couple weeks ago, you were you were lamenting about, you know, Jennifer, uh, Jennifer yeah, 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 of yeah. Being, Off the air. Right. <laughs> it was way worse than what I said on the air exactly. here. Exactly. So. <laughs> but I was totally in agreement with you that Charlize Theron is better than Jennifer Lawrence this year. Right.
0: Yeah. Yep, definitely. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we're going to go to the leading actor. Another big league category here. Uh-huh. So the nominees are Brian Cranston in Trumbo, Matt Damon in The Martian, Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant, Michael Fassbender in Steve Jobs, and Eddie Redmayne in The Danish Girl. Um, I'll go first again. All right. Two and two. Yeah. How about that? That'll work. I'm going to have to go with Leo. Just okay. because the internet will hate me if I... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone on this list is really good. This was a really tough category. Yeah, really yeah. tough. Um. Leo, his performance was so hyped up. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievably hyped up. Yeah. Just because of the pure physical things he had to go through. Yeah, Which I did factor into my choosing this because acting is not only words and actions. Nope. It's physical performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why handicapped performances win a lot of times.
1: Absolutely. Because yep. there's, a, there's a, a physical transformation that yep. takes place. So right. uh,
0: the things he had to go through on top of, I think he did a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, the material itself... Wasn't extremely compelling, mm. but it was still good. Yes. But the way he, you know, pulled it off, I think, was just really good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: uh, we're in agreement on this one. All right. I also have Leonardo DiCaprio um, for all the reasons you mentioned. And, and you know, like like just like you, I'm not one of those people who automatically louds actors that put themselves through some great physical hardship. Right. Because that doesn't always, you know, like guarantee a great performance or a good movie. But this is different, yeah, and it's pretty special, you know. Uh, yeah, it's it's also very naturalistic, and it's never really showy. I mean, y- you think with something this right. ambitious and epic that it's going to be like you're going to kind of see some of the wires. It's not like that, and there are long yeah. stretches where he has no dialogue, and it's still transfixing. I mean, yeah, like it's just him like trying to get better. Like when he's ne- next to that to that uh, river, and um, he's trying to have a he's trying to take a drink, and it's coming out of his throat. Oh God!
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> oh my crazy. God! Yeah,
1: I, I, I was, and and then he has to like he has to keep just keep escaping every time you think he's he's kind of uh, like safe now. It, he can kind it's, of rest. Nope, right. he's got to keep going. He's got to keep going. Yeah, and and his his trial is
0: like is is it's it's strongly felt by the audience. Yep, and you know you know. Like we said, he really does all this stuff. He's in that freezing river, you know, man? That's yeah. Crazy. Oh,
1: I know. It's it's really happening to him. Yeah, yep. exactly. Whether you call cut or not, if he's only in there for 20
0: seconds, it's still hypothermia. And, and do you know what? It's probably really hard to act with that happening. I mean, because you're just, I Because if I, I got in there and I had lines or something I needed right. to do with my face, right. I would probably instantly be like, fuck, fuck, it, fucking exactly. cold. Exactly. You are swearing yeah. Scott Charbonneau. Yeah. Yeah. I am Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, that that's gotta suck, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, yeah. Even though I do have a few beefs with the picture itself. Okay. Um, Leo was awesome. He was. What's next? What's what's next? Where are we moving here to to writing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We're gonna do adapted screenplay. Mm-hmm. All right. So you got The Big Short, Brooklyn, Carol, The Martian, and Room. Mm. So. You go first okay. on this one.
1: All right. I chose Nick Hornby for Brooklyn. Okay. Um, I enjoyed this movie tremendously. Um, so did I. And I I have always admired his previous work as well. And, you know, like, the, 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 there is something, I guess, just about, about like, the... the I, I've always been a lover of, of movies that we, we just talked about how like it's not all about dialogue, but but like I guess if I'm being totally honest, my my favorite movies are talk movies. Yes. You know, dialogue yes.
0: driven. Exactly. And
1: and not like smart ass stuff. Like like real real back and no, forth not, between people.
0: We're not talking Kevin Smith or Tarantino exactly. stuff yeah, here. Right.
1: It's not you know, as as good as Scream is, it feels like a movie. Yeah. You know yeah. <laughs> Um Like what 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 we're doing here with Brooklyn, I mean the the words that are coming out of these people's mouths are are
0: the words that people say in real life. Yep. yep, and 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 that's really hard to capture. My my favorite scenes in the movie are the dinner scenes with the girls. I I it is can't, so good. It, it's some of the funniest stuff I've ever I seen. I was dying. I, I mean, and this movie's not a comedy. It's not at all.
1: But Miss Kehoe should have her own movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, that like, would be a good this, movie. It, I mean, oh my god! Like th-
0: those scenes, you, you don't want them to end. Um, now, have you read the, the original source material? Um,
1: I am going to because I want more of this story.
0: Okay. Yeah. This category is always hard for me to think about because I usually don't read what they're doing. Uh-huh. And the way I think, like, how? okay, so how did they best adapt this to, yeah. the, to the screen? Right. That's hard to figure out entirely oh, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. don't read it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? That's so true. So right. it's always a little difficult to do that. but Right. I look at the movie and figure, okay, what did they do with this? And um, what did I think? So, well, and
1: and full disclosure, as far as that goes, like I have uh, many, many times in life, I have seen a movie and then read the book. After, I think that happens with it, a lot it, of people. It does. It just happens sometimes. Yeah, because you know? a lot so. of
0: these great movies come from uh, a book that's hardly known. You don't. Maybe you don't know about it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. what's always happened to me. Uh, my choice was The Big Short. Okay. Uh, the ability to put these complex financial and housing topics and mm-hmm. concepts into this form uh-huh. and convey it, like, this well and yes. easily to follow, that's something, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, it is. And uh, I like the choices he made, Adam McKay made, when he adapted it with the fourth wall breaking and the kind of, uh, I don't know, hopping around a lot. Mm. I, kind of, I really liked it. It was cool. I think it was a great way to make a book that... Might be difficult to understand. Maybe the book made it easy to understand. I don't know. Uh, but I, I thought it was really well done. Okay. So that's why I picked it. Well,
1: I I, I want to ask you. Now, I you said talked about the fourth wall thing. Uh-huh. I, I also enjoyed the fourth wall when characters in the movie would talk to the camera. Yes. I I wasn't as enamored as when they would do cutaways to people who weren't in the movie.
0: Yeah, I don't need to see Margot Robbie in a bubble bath yes. as much as I want to. Exactly. Um, as pleasurable as it was, yeah. And they, like, we talked about... Uh, forcing things in, yeah. This was a f- joke that was f- crammed into here. Right. I mean, it's Adam McKay; he's going to make jokes, you know, yeah, yeah. even in a serious film, right? But this is just like, oh man, how hilarious would it be if we're just like, oh, it's Margot Robbie in a hot tub telling <laughs> you about this? Right. <laughs> yeah, the movie does have a tone that could suit something like that, uh-huh. but I just felt like it was hamfisted in here, and uh, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it was they my did one it problem. A few yeah, times. yeah. Um, I I did enjoy the Selena Gomez playing poker. That's the one that uh, I enjoyed too because it was just it felt like it needed to be there more than the Margot Robbie stuff. Right, the concepts that were being explained right. and the way they did it with the the card table showing how it all is yes. just this big trail of things that it's just collapsing on each other. Right. You know, like. It really in, well done.
1: It turned into Paul Thomas Anderson for a second. And yeah, that, yeah. I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: They got PTA to come. Yes, in on second. Exactly. Right. shoot That scene. Sure, dude. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, But like, yeah, the Margot Robbie thing and the Anthony Bourdain thing was my only beef with the
0: whole movie. Yeah. And it only lasts for two minutes and no big deal, but right. uh, you know, yeah. Okay. So that was my choice. Okay. All right. So now we're going to do original screenplay. Mm-hmm. Bridge of spies, ex machina, inside out, Spotlight and straight out of Compton. Mm. All right, you went first last time. I'll go first this time. Got it. This one, I had two choices that I had to choose from, and it was the hardest thing I ever had to do. All right. And I ultimately went with Inside Out. Okay. Because I have never seen a movie like this before. (laughs) I mean, inner space, you go inside someone, but uh, that's (laughs) a little different.
1: A Fantastic Voyage. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know. But um, just the way they, the the emotions are the characters uh-huh. like that is such a cool idea. Yeah, and it shows the importance of how negative emotions, like how important sadness and anger are mm-hmm. to actually being a whole individual. Yes, I mean if you get rid of them, uh, you suck. <laughs> if that's the only thing you have, you suck. Yes. You got all those emotions, it's good. Like it, it's so awesome. I love this movie. Um, it, it sticks to a lot of Disney and Pixar conventions. Yeah. Like who's, who's the elephant man that they meet the imaginary friend or whatever. I don't know. Right. But I could have done without him. People love him. Yeah. But I could have done without that guy. But man, this screenplay is unlike anything I've ever seen. So that's why I had to pick it. Okay. And my number two is ex machina. Cause okay. that movie is the shit. It sure is. Yeah. Yeah. It sure is. <laughs> is that your pick?
1: Speaking of the shit, yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, <laughs> Alex Garland for Ex Machina. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Look, look. Everything you said about about Inside Out, yes, and 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 like all all the all the maybe kind of the the trappings and and tropes of pick of Disney Pixar, it's still like w- what they're doing is quality. They're making quality films and making a lot of money on top of it. Yeah. So I I have no I have no qualm with whatever they do. They they make quality entertainment for children. Yeah. Um. But with with Ex Machina, um, all, all I know is this: when, when you can have a movie that is this expansive while still being claustrophobic, um, mm-hmm. with, with such a, a stripped down, um, you have three principal cast members, and then um, a bunch, and then like maybe five or six that don't talk. Mm-hmm. I I have not seen movies like this in in just that yeah. like, just kind of haunt you like this in a long time. Uh-huh. uh And it's and it's it's so original and, and so unlike anything I've seen before. We, we we all know about artificial intelligence. We've all thought about it and read about it and maybe seen tons of movies about it. It's never been told to me this way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh and Oscar Isaac, I will watch him in anything he does. Yeah. He he's the he's guy's a, amazing. He's a mesmerizing presence. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. And and Domino Gleason was awesome in this too.
1: This dude, Dominal Gleason is
0: like what a year for him dude uh both these guys were in star wars i mean i mean I, dude i I, I,
1: <laughs> I know i know and and then you know alicia vikander
0: again i know she kills it in this movie yeah i am in love with this woman she's amazing yeah she is and, and domino gleason also in brooklyn this year <laughs> <laughs> which force awakens and the revenant the movies he's in are like my favorite movies of this year i know. God. and he's
1: just like he's just kind of hanging out. Yeah, he's, just there. he's just there. I mean, I'm just gonna be in these awesome movies,
0: you know. And if all three <laughs> of the roles he's in, completely different. I know, which is great. I know this guy's got range.
1: Oh yeah, he's a comedian. He can do it. Yeah, um, different voices in every in every movie he does. I mean, it, yeah. it's it's I, I, yeah, he he's awesome. Don. I'm assuming
0: I'm assuming he's from Ireland. Is he an yes, Irish? Actor? I believe he's Irish. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. But yeah. Ex Machina, mm-hmm. I, it was so close. It was a uh, right. nano split. Okay. Um, the I, the one thing that pushed it over was like, I've seen a lot of really good sci-fi mm-hmm. and dangers of AI before. Yeah. And I felt inside out, I hadn't really seen anything like that before. That is true. So that, right. That's what pushed it over just barely. Cool. Okay. Final two categories mm-hmm. here. We're going to do best directing now. The Big Short, Mad Max Fury Road. The Revenant, Room, and Spotlight. Mm. I'll go first. Okay. I choose Mad Max, Fury Road. George Miller from Mad George Max. George Miller. Huh? All right. Because what a badass. <laughs> this dude. Okay. The thing about Mad Max, if, <laughs> if you don't know it out there, this whole, the whole movie is basically an awesome car chase, an action movie car chase, and- it's almost all completely done with real cars in a desert. <laughs> the, the visual effects in this movie are to remove the mountains in the background. Uh-huh. That's what it is. Yeah, This is all real practical car chases. Yeah, And just to manage that as a director and get the shots you need... And to still tell a cohesive story uh-huh. and being able to put this together. I mean, they should win for editing, too, if they're nominated for that. Yeah. Because you get one thing wrong in these shots, you got to redo the whole day. And it's a nightmare, I'm sure. Like, I cannot believe what <laughs> happened out there. And he's pulled off this amazing film. How about the the, the dudes who were like... The Cirque du Soleil guys yes. on the big poles? Yes, on the poles. I yeah.
1: mean, oh my God. And, and they're they're going 100 miles an hour, and they're like leaning down to attack yeah. uh, Furiosa's rig. <laughs> yep. Um, And like you said about like, yeah, w- what if somebody's pants are coming off at, in that moment? <laughs> right. Cut. You know, are you going to reset my that whole My pants were thing? coming off. I was <laughs> shitting them off. <laughs> oh, dude, of dude. course you were. I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> And, um, <laughs> <good. Excellent>. um <laughs> but like, and also like, I mean, th- what, it's what a if, metaphor if Sure, right? sure. <laughs> and, and the, the, uh, I loved, I love the, uh, the guitar guy.
0: Th- what the fuck was that? That was so like, messed up. I know <laughs> every time I see I'm like, this is the stupidest thing But I really don't care. I'm loving this. I know. It's just, and there's this sequence when like they're fighting yeah. the guitar guy. Yeah. 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 The- He's bouncing around, uh-huh. and like Tom Hardy's fighting some dude <laughs> while the guitar guys there.
1: What's going on? Right. <laughs> and how? I mean, and how many times was was like 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 y- you think that uh, either Tom Hardy or for or or Charlie's Throne are going to get flattened at some point? Like, yeah, because because this th- this frenetic pace doesn't let up for, for Not really. like, really, really the entire film. Mm-hmm. Um, even when they do stop the rig and there's something going up, there's still something else happening. Yeah. Like somewhere, like either off screen that you know about and that you're waiting for it to come, um, and it, it doesn't let you breathe. Not really. Right. This is an achievement.
0: I, I like it. Um. Yep. So that's my pick. What yep. about you?
1: Okay. Um. I was just as uh, blown away by uh, Alejandro Gonzalez Inarritu for The Revenant. Yeah. My number two. Okay. Yep. George Miller was my number two.
0: All right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, for all the reasons I cited about Leo before, you know, in his performance. Mm-hmm. Um this movie like it it's 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 as it's as ambitious as Werner Herzog's stuff from the 1970s like Fitzcarraldo and Aguirre yeah. the Wrath of God. And Inyaritsu he keeps getting more ambitious with everything he does.
0: I totally agree with that. I hope he doesn't just keep Pushing it so far that it just becomes vanity, you know? Oh,
1: you're right. Yeah, I know. It that, that could happen. Yeah. Yeah, it could definitely happen. Yeah. Because and it has happened before with Michael Camino, um, after he did the Deer Hunter, I'm gonna do something big now. You know, yeah. and he did Heaven's Gate and it was a disaster. Yeah. Um and, and that you're absolutely right. That that that's a definite possibility. And
0: I, I think a big part of um Inuritu's success is his cinematographer. Emmanuel Lubezki, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this mm-hmm. guy's a genius. Yeah, he, he is. shoots a lot of stuff with Alfonso Cuarón. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite movies, I'm tu Mama Tambien*. Yeah, uh, he, that the way that thing looks, it's it's all Lubezki. Right. This guy's amazing, right. And he's been working with Inuritu a lot lately. Right. So, I mean, he could win the cinematography award this year too. I mean, he's who a, knows?
1: He's a visual artist, and, yeah. and he's a big part of what of Iñárritu's success, definitely. But yeah, I, I. I like I, I think with Yuritsu though he he's becoming the kind of director who's like an event picture, like like yeah, you know yeah. What what's his next one? You know, like well, I, I can't, can't wait, wait to you know? see. Right. You know, yeah,
0: exactly. Really can't wait. Mm-hmm. All right, good choices. Yep. You know what? We've missed the audience numbers the last few times. I'm so sorry. Why, why don't we people?
1: Oh, jeez. All
0: right, we've got one more category left. Right. Why don't we go recap the okay. audience? Okay. Okay. And then we'll come back and finish up. Perfect. All right. So, uh, what did we do? We did. Supporting actress, supporting actor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saoirse Ronan. Okay. Okay. Actor. Right. We didn't say who did actor. Okay. Uh, everyone agrees with us. Seventy-five percent of the votes. Leonardo. Okay. So, okay. I th- I think it might be his year, man. Yeah, I think it this might is it. be his yeah. year. Yeah. Although he's he's deserved it a mm-hmm. lot of years. Oh yeah, he's been up know? for
1: a while. Yeah, he's he's deserved it.
0: He's been up. Um. All right. So adapted screenplay. Pretty close. Thirty-seven and a half percent winning The Big Short. Okay. Which was my pick. Okay what and you picked Brooklyn I did okay mm-hmm. original screenplay it's a tie between inside out and straight out of compton is that right that's true I mean I honestly didn't think straight out of compton was that original of, oh like, I, a screenplay. I, I, I
1: wasn't either. yeah the what I loved about that movie more was just the performances and the and you know like the uh I I yeah the screenplay wasn't I mean I liked hearing that music again of course oh yeah it was great yeah I mean
0: it's a great you know music biopic right uh, right really well done yeah definitely yeah I didn't feel like the writing was anything. I wasn't too blown away going, hey, wow, this is great
1: writing. Yeah. yeah I mean, right. it was
0: written very well, yeah, but I, I, yeah. I wasn't thinking, oh, this will be nominated for a writing right. Oscar. Right. I didn't think that at all. No. But, uh, yeah, so a tie, inside out and straight out of <laughs> Okay. No votes for Spotlight, by the way.
1: That's okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even mentioned Spotlight at all. Well, well we you, talked yeah, about Ruffalo. I mean, you had Ruffalo. Yeah, we had yeah. Ruffalo. Yeah. I had Ruffalo. Yeah. And then directing. Um, Pretty much a knockout here. Mm. It's a two-on-two, two, me versus you. All right. The winner is with sixty-two and a half percent of the votes. The Revenant. Okay. All right. <laughs> I figured. So I figured it had to be. Yep. Yeah. And then Fury Road, thirty-seven and a half percent of the votes. Okay. Number two. Got no it. votes for the other ones. Okay. Now it's time for the main event, folks. Mm-hmm. Best picture of the year. Mm-hmm. So here are the nominees: The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn. Mad Max: Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant, Room, and Spotlight. Now, Dave, I'll have you go first here. Mm. But are, are there any things on this list that you think should have been on here?
1: Uh, yes, there are. Uh, uh, what, like, like what movies think? that we feel that I feel should that, have been on there. Yeah. yeah.
0: Or anything that shouldn't be on here? Well, I, I, I,
1: I would not displace anything from the list. Okay. I think these are all deserving titles. I agree. Okay. I agree. Uh the movies that I feel uh could have been more considered were Anna Melissa, um which was up for best That's animated. That's up for feature. best animated. Um It Follows was That's a the one great I missed film. Man. Oh okay. Gosh, okay. I have
0: it downstairs, I still okay. haven't watched it.
1: Uh Phoenix, which was a German film, um Sicario and Goodnight Mommy. Uh, okay. Those were my uh, picks that that I, I I know that you can't have 15 best picture nominees, right? But uh, those movies I feel were, were were just as good as the stuff that was nominated.
0: Yeah, yeah. I have about three movies I thought that could make it on here. Okay. Um, X Machina I think could have been on here. Absolutely. His best picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beast of No Nation. Oh, I really man. thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just following this little boy mm-hmm. through this journey. Right. Was something to see right a very difficult picture to watch for yes. most people uh yeah definitely deserving of a best picture nomination and one movie i really loved with clouds of Sils maria did you oh, see that I one not, i did miss that one. uh oh. yeah Juliette binoche oh um Kristen stewart okay and chloe grace moretz wow three amazing performers Grace, this movie is so good extremely dialogue heavy okay Juliette Binoche is an actor who's aging, Mm -hmm. and Kristen Stewart is her assistant. And she, originally she had a big role in this play where she was the young character, and then there was an older character. Mm. Now, it's 20 years later, she's playing the older character in this production. And the whole thing is her trying to learn the lines and dealing with things and, Mm. you know, how now it's swapped and (laughs) just... Her interaction with Kristen Stewart is something to behold. Cool. Uh, there's ton. This dialogue is loaded with hidden meaning mm-hmm. and subliminal messages. This movie needs to be watched more than once. Okay. Um, I loved it. Tell me, but before
1: you like we get into like who the best picture was, uh, was it the best picture of 2015 for you? I mean, like, like should it have been nominated? I, obviously, it should, have, like been it should have been nominated. Okay. Yeah.
0: It could be Best Picture. Okay. I don't know. It could be. All right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) But I love this movie. Yes. Okay. Here it is, folks. Who do we think should win? Dave, who is your pick?
1: Brooklyn is my pick. Nice. Um, I was completely under the spell of this movie, and it's the most moved I've been watching something in a long time. Um, I just, I want more of this movie. I'm going to read the book, like we said, Mm -hmm. uh, from uh, Colum Taubin. Uh, it's a very it's a difficult Irish name. I, I wasn't able to pronounce yeah. it properly, but um, this has humor, sadness. We talked about like the legitimate romance that that goes beyond the normal like sort of pseudo romantic insincerities, right? And also remember how how much we trashed Lawless for their treatment of women. Yeah, this movie has a vulnerable female protagonist, and yet as sympathetic as she is. They don't surround her with like perverts who want to rape her at every turn. Right. Even though those men do exist, we don't have to chew on it for two hours like we did for other lesser movies. Mm -hmm. And they actually make her evolve and strengthen. Yes. And she's never in peril. And she no. becomes a functioning person, um, mm-hmm. in a, in a whole other land. I mean, dude, you know, I don't often cry at movie theaters, you know? Yeah. I, 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 I try not to cause I, I I'm still embarrassed yep. by it. I shouldn't be cause I'm a grown man, but whatever. Yep. <laughs> um, when that homeless guy starts singing at Thanksgiving dinner, I, I almost lost yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it just was like, and I loved everybody in this movie, including like Sersha Ronan. I, I'm, I'm, Blown away by her, yeah. but also uh, Donal Gleeson, as we talked about, Emery Cohen, uh, Jim Broadbent, Jessica Parade, Nora Jane Noon, and especially Julie Walters as Mrs. Kehoe.
0: Yeah, um, Emery, uh, I thought, was fantastic.
1: He reminds yes. me of, like, young Johnny Depp, honestly.
0: Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. What he did with his character made you, I mean, you kind of didn't know if you could trust him for a small At part. At first, right, yeah. You know? Yeah. But then they throw all these obstacles in there for their relationship to tackle. Yeah. Uh, like kind of like how he doesn't mention he likes baseball, yeah. and then yeah. one of the girls says, "Oh, if he if he likes baseball, don't date him." Jessica you know, Perez says, "Whatever," too, right? but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, just how that becomes a non thing. It's nothing. It's it's like you said. It's 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 real obstacles. It's real.
1: And when, when when he tells her he loves her, and then she really can't reciprocate in the moment and then she comes out of school the next night and he's not waiting for her. Right. In a crappy movie, that would have been it and it would have been 15 minutes of less, us agonizing. Yeah. Instead, he comes running down the street. I'm sorry I'm late.
0: I'm glad you brought that up because when that happened, I said, bullshit. Right. That's not gonna happen. Right, right. That can't happen. Exactly. Come on. Right. come Don't on. Don't do this to me, movie. <laughs> and he runs up. <laughs> he's totally sincere. Yeah. He is clearly upset that he is late. Yeah, yeah. He... He left. He was at work fixing a pipe and left the house with the water flowing. That's right. So he could be here for this girl. Exactly.
1: Because he is in, he's deeply in love. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> and like you said, uh, how she grows and strengthens, mm-hmm. they, they kind of bookmarked the movie with the boat ride uh, yeah. when she's the naive yeah. girl at the beginning right. and she's the strong girl on the right. ride at the end. Right. Kind of tutors the young girl at the end. Yeah. So like, yep. wait.
1: Great, 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 great! You're so gonna great. be so homesick. You're gonna want to kill yourself, and, and you know, I, yeah, it's the, the, those speeches. Ugh, I, 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 I wanted to watch this movie again as soon as it was over.
0: Oh my god, yeah, you know, I fell in love with this movie. I was not expecting to have this kind of effect on me. hmm it, it, it was amazing. Yeah. And the one thing I didn't like particularly too much, mm. second half when she goes back to Ireland. Okay. And there's the romance with Domhnall Gleeson. Uh-huh. They kind of don't even really show a whole lot of how. It's tor- torturing her a little because she's married. Yeah. Back in Brooklyn. Right. Um, they could have shown just a little more of her dealing with this. Okay. Than they did. Yeah. But ultimately, yeah. fantastic. Oh yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, like you said, definitely tear jerking. Right. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> there were two no movies question. that had me crying in the theater this year. <laughs> this is one of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the the other one was is my best picture room okay i had a feeling yeah dave Dave, you know me man yeah (laughs) i don't know what it is about this picture maybe it's because i have a five a six-year-old son of my own yeah Uh, he's five in the movie Mm -hmm. jacob tremblay
1: Tremblay, who
0: is apparently now the the cute young stud of hollywood (laughs) this guy dude (laughs) he's a fantastic actor (laughs) he's great yeah this movie yeah and i was talking off the air like with you the other day, saying they should add a kids category mm-hmm. for acting, right? Because they never nominate them for these awards. Uh, they, sometimes they give out a special award to well, kids. Well, ki- kids have been nominated and have won in the past. Well, they have,
1: but-, but but like like what we were saying off the air was like you know like I I I like your idea of a kid category specifically because I don't like when they give Anna Paquin at age eleven uh, you know an Oscar and then her career kind of like. Yeah, just tops it at that at an early age. Right. I mean, Tania O'Neill hasn't w- done anything since she won for Paper Moon.
0: Like you said, I mean, they didn't have a best animated feature for a yeah. long time. Yeah. And every now and then, one would sneak in. Sure. You know, to right. a best picture. Right. Like Toy Story, for yeah. example. Yeah. Or Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Definitely. Right. But now they have an animated category, like mm-hmm. give a child actress a child actor category. I, like I, I think they I'd should be totally okay do with this. that. Yeah. But yeah, his performance is so good. Like I said, Brie Larson is my best actress pick. Yes. Uh, she's great. Everyone in this movie is great. Even William H. Macy, who's in it for maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, the way he's this father who really doesn't care. Right. I hated this guy's guts. <sighs> uh, he couldn't even look at his grandson. I, he couldn't deal with it, I guess. This and, this guy's a worm. And it's unresolved. Yeah. They leave that open. Yeah. I don't think it's extremely important to the right. story that they're telling. Oh, but me too. Yeah, I like that it was unresolved. That's the side path that being unresolved was better. It was. Because, you know, even though they're out of this room, things aren't good. Right. Things are still pretty bad. Right. They're still very messed up. Uh-huh. Um, especially Brie Larson tries to kill herself. Yep. And I, I was bawling my eyes out <laughs> when Jacob, oh, what did he say? She said something about how she got sick, and then he repeats some kind of line back to her mm-hmm. that she said earlier to make him strong oh, through yeah. something. Okay. Oh, I wish I had this line. It's so good. And he says it to her. Yeah. And she just starts crying, and I start crying. <laughs> and I fall in love with this movie. <laughs> the sequence when they escape, when she's training him to escape, rolling him up in that rug, there's a, a scene where he... She unrolls him, and he's he's just crying, and he screams, I hate you! Yep. Just going through that, that's insane. I know. Uh, but be, beyond the emotional stuff in the movie, just uh, I think it's very well done, technically. And one thing I really love is the beginning sequence when they're in the room, living in the room. Yes. It's quite large. It has a kitchen, a little bath area, a little spot to sit, a bed, a closet. Yeah. At the end of the movie... They go back to see the room to get closure, mm-hmm. and it's like a, a shack that's six by six. Yep, it just shows that when that was Jake's—I forget the ki- kid's the character's name—but Jake Tremblay, that when mm-hmm. that was the only world he knew. Yeah, it was gigantic. I know. And now that he's out, which is a big part of the movie, a big part of the story, it's the tiniest thing ever. <laughs> um, it's it just a great way to end the movie. I loved it.
1: When she whispers goodbye room. Goodbye room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's that's, I mean, it's an electrifying movie.
0: Definitely. And I haven't heard when I saw it in the theater, there was this woman sitting behind me just crying the whole movie. Okay. I I get it. I get it. Yeah. But shut up. (laughs) I'm trying to watch the movie. (laughs) There's the scene when the news anchor is interviewing her and kind Uh of implying that she's a bad mother. Yeah. Yeah. The woman behind me is like, shut up, shut oh, up. Oh, Lord. I'm like, no, you shut up. Exactly. I'm this I, damn I, yeah, movie. I know. I know Come it's on. emotionally impacting you very hard right now. <laughs> but I'm trying to watch a damn movie. <laughs> the,
1: the people in movies <laughs> who, who let the movie happen to them. Yeah.
0: Oh, man, that's annoying. Well, <laughs> I, I, this might be her best picture pick. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, sure. But, uh, right, right, right. But uh, yeah.
1: Well, the thing is, she that's was probably it. she was probably acting like that at uh, at Deadpool too. So you know, <laughs> which I hear is amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, um,
0: yeah. Deadpool.
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I but I, I totally agree with you. I mean, like 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 the, the, these. Room was my number two. It, it,
0: it's it's like it's it's Brooklyn was my number two. Okay, We're, we've been number one. in cheesy back here exactly. <laughs> right?
1: But one thing I have to say about Room is I don't ever want to see it again.
0: Yeah, I don't. That's oh. You you, know? you saying that that was one of the big things that was tearing me on? this. Yeah, yeah. Brooklyn, I want to watch a thousand times. Me too. Me too. Room, I'll probably watch it again. But this is one of those movies you can't just sit down and hang out and watch with all your buddies.
1: <laughs> no, you can't. This the, is a
0: difficult movie because
1: because you y- you want that man dead. And, oh yeah. Um, and and that even though you know that that justice has been done, you don't see it being done. Yeah. Um, and, and that is like. I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fight because like, I, I don't have bloodlust for it or whatever, but, but I mean, just, just, just that we, we, we don't get to see it happen. We don't get to see him being led away in chains. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, man, it's, it, it, it's, it's not a movie that's going to, it's not a fucking SVU episode. It's not going to like satisfy you exactly. for, for for what you want, but yeah.
0: You know what? You just reminded me of something that okay. was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> okay. It was in this movie, Uh huh. which see folks, even the best movie of the year can have stupid stuff in it. Uh-huh. You know? But uh, <laughs> when they go back to see the room, the yeah. cops take them there. Uh-huh. They walk through the house. Yeah. They don't just go through the backyard. Right, right. I was like, why are you doing that?
1: Yeah, what was the point
0: of why that? Was, I guess they wanted to show how the guy was living or something. I mean,
1: yeah, the splendor but of his surroundings. I, 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 I <laughs> I, I'm, not,
0: I'm not sure why. It, it, yeah, No sense at all. Right, right.
1: I was pissed. <laughs> the, the, the ones like you
0: can't do that
1: the, the thing that pissed me off about the film was when um when 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 he gets picked up by the lady cop and she's trying to suss out like like kind of solve what's going on yeah and the, the male cop is just yeah. being a
0: dick throughout yeah. the whole thing I was like okay movie I get it cops you know aren't like that no. I mean maybe some are. If they've got
1: if they've got a, like an almost feral five year old child, he's going to be concerned.
0: He's he's basically saying shut up. Someone else will take care of it. It's that's Stop just talking to that kid. Right. Right. Yeah, that that, that yeah.
1: And and look, <laughs> I'm from Ohio, everybody. I and that's not how it is.
0: Right. <laughs> that's just in Indiana. Right. That's where it is. So um, that's our Oscar picks. Uh-huh. We still have our poll open on the website, dudesonmovies.com, slash Oscars2016. Just go to dudesonmovies.com, and you can find the link there. Mm-hmm. Vote. You still have until the Oscars to that's vote. right. So do that. And have a good and happy life, <laughs> <laughs> just like Brie Larson and Jacob Tremblay. That's right, man. Get out of your room. That's right, and go vote. Uh huh. So. Go live with Joan <laughs> Allen
1: and a dog and Tom Camus, and you'll be okay.
0: Right, a sweet dog. <laughs> so. Now, okay, that that was pretty long, wasn't it? Wow, we told you it's super size today, Oh yeah, folks, so dude. Yeah, you still got I don't know another forty five minutes an hour. I don't know. We're gonna talk about the Godfather Hang with dudes,
1: right? Yeah, That's stick right. around
0: after some um, some music. Mm-hmm. See ya. Welcome back to Dudes on Movies. It is time for part two of the Oscar Spectacular <laughs> Super Sized episode here. <laughs> We're going to do a, a review, have a discussion on 1972's The Godfather from Francis Ford Coppola. Mm-hmm. So usually Dave gives a synopsis, but because everybody knows this movie, we're going to going to leave that on the side and Dave's going to give a little background. Mm-hmm. What, what are you going to do here?
1: Right. Yeah, the synopsis of the movie is it's The Godfather. So strap
0: <laughs> in, okay?
1: <laughs> you know Google it. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, like other films we've done recently, uh, the movie is really famous. So, we'll spend some time talking more about behind the scenes stuff, like some, to, to give you kind of a, a background on, on the movie.
0: Right. And I, I want to say here, too, Dave is the real expert here mm. as far as the Godfather franchise goes. I'm a casual observer. Mm-hmm. I've seen the movies. Uh, I just rewatched the first one. So, I, I know what happens. Yes. I can talk about it, but right. Dave knows it inside and out, basically. Right.
1: Th- this was, for a long time, this was my favorite movie. Yeah, 100%. Yes. Now, like this movie went through a lot to get made and it was almost shut down numerous times due to studio interference. Like we almost didn't get the Godfather. Um, Wow. It's, it's just, it's shameful to think about it. It's, it's (laughs) incredible to think what the world would be like without this movie, but okay. Um, Paramount didn't think Francis Ford Coppola was qualified and they hated the dailies that he was sending them they thought it was too mannered that it wasn't a gangster movie. And, uh, he was almost fired and they even had a director like on set for the first few weeks, like just, just in case they wanted to pull the trigger, like it not even a thing where wow. they're going to, you know, like they were just like, bam, you're out of here. We're going to put the next guy in. Um, so you can imagine what that must've been like for him and the crew to try to work when they know that, that he, there's this other guy just standing there with his arms folded.
0: Right. Wow.
1: Um, And it's never who that guy was. I've I've not been able to find out. Okay. I I don't think we ever will find out. Either it was a guy who we've never heard of, or it was somebody who's so famous and doesn't want to like, you know, like out Francis or whatever. Yeah. Al Pacino also was almost fired numerous times. Um, The Paramount people did not like what he was doing. They, they said, who is this young theater kid who's like not doing anything? He's just sitting there like, you know, uh, I mean, this, this is, this is not, the 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 hoo ha Al Pacino no this no, is no. 1972 he's uh, he's subdued exactly mm-hmm. he's a Shakespearean from New York and was he in
0: anything before this
1: he was in the Panic and Needle Park
0: okay never heard of that one okay
1: um was it successful it was just a like successful indie wise but not a big hit and and now it's become known because yes it's because Pacino. it's Al Pacino yeah right um. But they hated what he was giving them. Um and it was only after this the, the, the famous scene of him assassinating Salazo that they were like, yeah. Oh, oh look, he can kill somebody. Okay. Yeah.
0: The kid stays in the picture. Yeah. That, um that part's great. It and it is a great part. It's a very important part of the movie.
1: But I just wish that the executives could have seen what he was doing, uh, you know, in the other scenes and, and not judged his performance based on that. Because he almost quit too.
0: Well at least at least it didn't get shut down. At least yes. he didn't get kicked out. Exactly. But that also makes you think, all right, how many other great performances have we missed out on from other actors? God only because knows. Because of what the, the studio heads are doing. Exactly. You know? Right.
1: They also, like, I mean, and this, this in this case, it's, you can almost side with the studio um, in this case. But uh, they really hated the idea of working with Marlon Brando um, because he'd been... He, like ever since, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. he he'd been a rascal. He was kind of
0: washed up, too. exactly. Yeah. He was
1: he and he hadn't done anything good in a long time, and he was like not taking things seriously, and he was uh, just just kind of a, a clown at that point, and mm-hmm. he like reveled in kind of uh, in like doing things to piss people off, and and they they rightly were didn't trust him to like you know helm this big what was going to be an expensive picture. Right. Um, so they only let him, uh, be in the movie when he agreed to put up a bond and he accepted a smaller salary. Wow. So, okay. Which, I mean, I don't think Harrison Ford would ever accept a smaller salary, <laughs> uh, you know, so <laughs> it's this, he must've really wanted this thing.
0: Um, I know he didn't accept the smaller salary for star Wars, the force awakens. I uh, know that. Hell no, no. <laughs> He's the highest paid actor on <laughs> yes, the shoot.
1: Exactly.
0: Right, he did a lot of work in the movie. Oh, though, he did, so and, I mean, and and
1: when he's when he's on, he's he's as good as they get. But like yeah. like a list stars, we've talked. I, I've said this before on the show that they, they never come down from their asking price. Not really, you know. So if Mar- for Marlon Brando to do this, maybe one of the world's greatest actors of all time. Right, uh, he must have really thought, okay, I can do something with this. Yeah,
0: and I, I want to say some of these decisions the studios had, mm-hmm. the heads do. Probably good, probably right, right. But they're not always right.
1: As as corporate Americans ourselves, we we, we can appreciate the 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 smarts and right. intelligence of knowing, board members, knowing you know?
0: how a business works. Absolutely, uh, yes. yeah. You know, you know those things have to happen. Right. You can't just let everyone run them up. Exactly. With your money. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: No Somet- doubt. Sometimes you get some crap. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you get some gold. So. Nice. Luckily, they got some gold here. <laughs>
1: exactly, they stuck it out.
0: This is this is diamonds. Yes, is not gold. I mean,
1: th- this is this is uh, like like as as this is
0: masterpiece teeth.
1: This is
0: <laughs> <Right>. amazing <laughs> stuff right here. That's a king's ransom, dude. Masterpiece <laughs> teeth, no doubt.
1: <laughs> but to your point, yeah, this is a rare treasure that that you you know <laughs> like
0: masterpiece like teeth.
1: masterpiece teeth.
0: You know, or Tuco, Tuco's grill.
1: Uh, d- that's right i I, i'm gonna go let's say tuco from now on Uh, because i like tuco much better than master p yeah
0: much better character he's a he's a much better currency (laughs) i think too more relevant
1: yes definitely (laughs) anyways
0: sorry i'm derailing this here
1: um you ready for some original casting choices
0: yeah let's hear them
1: um for michael they wanted uh robert redford um they also wanted ryan ryan o'neill wow uh warren Beatty. Okay, uh, and James Caan, <laughs> you know. Okay, and okay. and I've, I've seen tape of James Caan playing Michael.
0: Did was he originally cast and then moved over when Pacino signed on, or, um, or what he was? With that?
1: Pacino was was like the the Coppola wanted Pacino, and the studio said, "Let's try out Jim. Let's try out Jimmy Caan," you know. <laughs> and uh, so they had him read for it, <laughs> and he wanted to like show. He like told James, you know, like, okay, they want you to read for Michael, and then he and then he wanted to like have him show him, like, show him acting with Diane Keaton and put him a, against Al Pacino, yeah. so they could see that like he
0: wasn't maybe right for this part. I can see him doing okay with it because yeah, he he's a great okay. actor, yeah. But uh, he he's way better as Sonny. He's yeah, yeah. He's
1: he's he's like as the older brother. Yeah. He he belonged yeah. in the other part. Yeah, definitely. Um, and with Re- Robert Redford and and Robert Redford in particular, I'm just like. I'm sick about it because like the studio heads were saying stuff about like, and Coppola himself was even saying that like, well, you know, they're, they're in Northern Italy, you know, you have blonde hair and blue eyes. No, they, they, the family's <laughs> not from Northern Italy. They're not Florentine. They're from Sicily. Exactly. Yeah, enough. <laughs> just, they're not Geno- Genoa or, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, come on. Um, for Vito, for for the Don, for Vito, um, you had Ernest Borgnine, uh, Anthony Quinn, George C. Scott, and Laurence Olivier.
0: Wow. Whoa. Laurence Olivier. That's uh, unusual. I mean, uh, yeah. What, what was he doing in the seventies,
1: Lawrence? Yeah. Um. I, I. You know. I can't even really say. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know where he was. I mean, at that point, he'd been. He was quite a bit older, so he would have been the right age for it, certainly. Yeah. Um. Hmm. But I. Yeah. I, I don't know what he was doing. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah. except for Marathon Man, I know about that movie. Well, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> call back. Yeah, that's right. A call back to Nazi dentistry. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 Scott's miming of posters. <laughs>
0: It's still a classic. I don't even know what episode. It's a we classic did, dudes yeah.
1: moment. Yeah, yeah. Go
0: dig <laughs> that one up. Right. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, uh, and Robert De Niro also <laughs> auditioned for Sonny, and um, and I, I've seen that audition tape as well.
0: I think he would do really good as Sonny. Actually,
1: you should see the you should see the tape, dude. It's it's like it's it's awesome. Okay, okay. it is really good. But it's it's like you're watching Goodfellas.
0: Yeah, I can could, I could imagine know, that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, And mm-hmm. it's maybe not quite, doesn't fit into The Godfather. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. even though it is like, you're just watching it going, man, he's awesome. Yeah. You know, it's young Robert De Niro and he's just really mm-hmm. killing it, you know. Yep. But uh, also, Sophia Coppola is in this movie.
0: She is. She's... Uh you know, she's just a little girl. Yep. But isn't she, she just at the wedding or something? What, what? Where is she?
1: She is the baby at the end. She's being christened. Oh,
0: that's her. Yeah, she's playing okay. little Michael yeah. Corleone. During the baptism of blood. Yep. Oh, that's great. Right. great. Have your daughter out there in the <laughs> baptism of blood. <laughs> right.
1: I said Michael Corleone. She's Michael Rizzi, I guess. Yeah, yeah. To, You know, yeah.
0: Do you renounce Satan? <laughs> <laughs> Bam! Oh, yes. Oh, we're, oh, we're going to get into oh, it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um... That was uh like that. That's all I had for like the production notes. And I mean, the, the only reason we bring these things up in movies like this is because, like, I it's it's one of these things. When we had our old website, I always had trouble like writing reviews for for really famous movies because yeah. I I I, yeah. I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, you have seen The Godfather, yeah, and you just want to hear about like us talk about the the kind of you know the the less famous Ex- stuff. Exactly.
0: We don't need to explain to you what happens in the movie. No,
1: you know, no. We're just going to tell you what we liked about it. Yeah, and we're and you're going to kind of have this conversation with us.
0: And and, and in these kind of movies, we can more delve into what's what's going on in their their heads. Yeah, uh, get more into the psychology of the characters and the, the themes of the movie mm-hmm. and. The tone and all that stuff. Yes. Not explain the plot, you know. Yeah, exactly. So Right. And the dumb choices of the plot. <laughs> yes. Most of the movies we do that on have some dumb plots. Right. But, <laughs> but usually the better the movie, the more we can get inside it. <laughs> Absolutely. That's right. So, w- without further ado... Let's a, get inside. A
1: single <laughs> horn and a black screen, and then showing the, the iconic logo, the now iconic logo, I guess we could say. Mm-hmm. Um, and... A close-up on Bonacera who proclaims, you know, I believe in America. Yep, yep. Um, and the movie starts. A great monologue.
0: <sighs> really great.
1: And I mean, like, he, he's, and, and he is a, a very minor character. You, you put this, this the onus of your movie on this minor character. Mm-hmm. Just, just la- yeah, like you said, having him speak uninterrupted for about six or seven minutes.
0: Yeah, yep. And he's great. And it's a very slow backward zoom yes. out from his face. Zoom out from his face. To behind right. Brando's mm-hmm. shoulder. Right. It's right. very good, man. All you
1: see is like, yeah, him sitting there with like like with his with his, uh, like his fingers stuck up up on there. his brow. Yep. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> and then and then he quick like he snaps his fingers to like for somebody to get him a drink because yep. he's breaking down. It's mm-hmm. so good. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff, dude. <laughs> We're um, gushing on this. Oh yeah, movie. we're gonna gush on this everybody. Because I mean <laughs> like like you can't not gush on the Godfather. It's the Godfather.
0: Oh man. Oh, well, before we get into not gushing mm-hmm. or into gushing, okay. This guy is not gushing here. I looked up on Rotten Tomatoes the score. Like I did this with Silence of the Lambs last yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Um this this movie on the AFI top one hundred is number three. Number three. The Godfather is number three mm. on the AFI's top one hundred. Yes. That's Something. Yes. Uh, on imdb it's number two okay rotten tomatoes has 99 percent fresh Uh uh-oh so someone didn't like it his name is stanley kaufman he's a top critic from the new republic
1: yes i i know i'm aware of mr kaufman's work yeah
0: yeah he says i don't see how any gifted actor could have done less than brando does here his resident power his sheer innate force has rarely seemed weaker I completely disagree.
1: That is one of the most popular movie reviews ever written. Or one of the most, I guess, I guess well-read. Uh, most, most read. Well,
0: everyone wants to know who's this guy that yes. hates The Godfather. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: And just like Pauline Kael, uh, he famously hated every movie he saw. Yeah. Stanley Kaufman. <laughs> um, he was a drama critic. Um, I don't know what he wasn't seeing when he watched The Godfather. I don't know what he's after, what he wants. Mm-hmm. Marlon Brando is a thespian. Mm-hmm. He is a legitimate theater classically trained actor, as the are the rest of the cast. True. <laughs> yep. Right. Stanley, you're wrong. I'm sorry, but you're wrong.
0: Brando is mesmerizing. I cannot take my eyes off him no. in any scene he's in. No. His pace is so slow and yep. calculated. Yep. The way he just looks at people, <laughs> um you, you can't read him really. <laughs> you know he's thinking the whole time. Yeah. His brain is moving a thousand miles an hour, his body's moving at two miles an hour, you know? <laughs>
1: well said yeah. yes
0: yes and there's just something about it here that his his persona here is captivating
1: if it was if he had come from a different place and he'd been in a different world yeah he, he would be a ceo of of a major corporation
0: right. that's essentially you know how the italian mafia mm-hmm. is structured yes like a fortune 500 company
1: exactly it's got it's got like it's got director levels and, right. and yeah <laughs> i mean yeah it is you right. got the board of directors you got right. the five families <laughs> that's right that's <laughs> right <laughs> that's right and the chairman yeah. is the I, godfather i guess, I guess vito I mean, would no. be the chairman of yeah. the five families yeah yeah
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. American economics right here. <laughs>
1: yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I, and, and I mean, like, yeah, it's 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 like a Fortune 500 or or a, or a paramilitary operation. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, and a guy like Vito, who is the smartest guy in the room, would would uh, what, what you said about like you don't know what he's thinking. He even gives that that advice to his son, to Sonny. Yeah, um, because he doesn't like the way Sonny always like loses his temper. That that's a that's yeah. a theme of the movie, um, is that uh, Sonny is a hothead and doesn't think before he speaks. Yeah, and Vito mm-hmm. tells him, um, like, remember he makes that that special mention after Salazzo leaves yes. of like he tells him he tells him off really, you know, like never tell anyone outside the family what you're thinking.
0: Exactly, you know, it's, I, it's great. I love, I love that about this movie how it stresses how important the family is yeah even though they're a family that's doing horrible things Mm -hmm. to people's lives yeah the way they treat their family is like the most sacred thing there is, yes yes which you know if you've seen any movie about italian americans you know that's pretty much true yeah and not being one myself but i can imagine that's how it is in you know real life
1: i mean because because i I think it's mainly because they're uh like they're more recent immigrants than than maybe some other ethnic groups. Yeah, I mean, um, and and they so they like when when they came over in the early part of the 20th century. Yeah, they they definitely were were spat upon, uh, just like the Irish were. Yeah and the polish um mm-hmm. and the jews i mean anybody who like you know came over and was was uh the, the whoever who had come over before who were the established americans didn't want these people you know anywhere near them right and so they had to they had to stick
0: together yep and michael even says it to fredo when michael's taking over that's right in vegas yes don't don't ever side against the family
1: don't ever take sides again against the family with anyone ever again it's something
0: fredo needs to learn because <laughs> <laughs> he tells he
1: tries to tell michael mike you don't come to vegas and talk to Mo Green like that.
0: I love the name Mo Green. I love it. I love it. <laughs> he's a. Uh... Is this, is he a Jew? Yes. Okay. Yes, he's right. Jewish. Right. He's based
1: on Bugsy Siegel. Okay.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and uh, and I love when he gets shot in the eye through the glasses. It's one of them. Oh it's, yeah. It's, it's
1: the most famous movie death, probably in. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's my it's my father's favorite movie death. Um, it, it always oh. makes him smile. Uh, you know, it's just <laughs> again, Dave. I, I know you get, you love death, right? <laughs> Jeez, we are death lovers in our family, right? <laughs> but we've always joked about Mo Green uh, in, yeah. in our, in, at family gatherings. It's always you know something about you know
0: the name s- is so awesome to say Mo Green. Mo Green,
1: exactly. <laughs> Mo Green, the, the, the Las Vegas, the town that <laughs> Mo Green built from the ground up. Yep, you know. <laughs> Whenever someone busts their glasses in life you think about Mo Green. Yeah. You know? Mm. It's just it's (laughs) I got Mo
0: Green did. That's
1: right. I got a Mo Green special the other day when I busted my glasses. Um, oh, my God. Now, uh, like, the, 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 the wedding sequence after, like, you know, after we talk about Bonacera and he has this thing, like, the whole thing with him is he's trying to, like, ask the Don to, uh, to, to help with his daughter because his daughter was beaten and raped by two guys. And right. And the guys didn't suffer any punishment for it. So he's asking the Don uh, to, like, do something about this. Right. And, like, ordinarily Vito would be like, um, like, you think, okay, yeah, he's going to just do this for him. But instead, he, like, makes this guy genuflect for him. He uh like goes into this whole elaborate uh like almost like uh Byzantine thing where he's just like you know uh, uh well I can't believe how did, well you never had me over your house for a cup of coffee yep. and and uh you had a good trade but you didn't want my friendship and now you come here and you're asking me to commit yep. murders and crimes yep. what well, what do you think I am some kind of criminal mm-hmm. it's <laughs> it's really it's it's kind of sinister it's great yeah it is you know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and Stanley Kaufman talking about how weaky and boring he is. Oh come on! Well, I, what, what are is... you? What were you watching? Maybe he had it muted or something. He I had
1: don't... to have been. I mean, I, I can't. I can't explain it any other way. Or he was maybe seeing like a really shitty print of it. I don't know. What's I, the problem, Stanley? <laughs> see the movie again. Yeah. I mean, Do it. Uh, yeah. Do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> You go ahead. Okay. Go uh, ahead. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, after that we have, like, I mean, the whole thing is, like, the, with the wedding sequence is that, like, a Sicilian can never um, uh, uh, turn down a fa- a favor on the, uh, a request for a favor on the day of his daughter's wedding. Right. Day. So that's right. what the Don is doing is he's, 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 like, currying favor with everybody. Right. They're coming to him asking for things. And he's, you know, like, giving, uh, like, giving people what they want. Yeah. Um, using his power and his influence. And, uh you know, throughout this whole thing, this wedding sequence, um, there's all this dancing and music going on. They're they're cutting from the Don's office to like the wedding ceremony proper, and you see Michael arrive, uh, the youngest Corleone son. There, there's 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 three sons. There's Sonny, the oldest boy, Fredo, the the middle kid who's a little bit messed up.
0: He's um, he's kind of the family screw up.
1: Yes, yeah, he's he's like the the kid that like you know just can't do anything right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have Michael, the youngest boy, who uh, is coming back from World War II. He's a decorated war hero, mm-hmm. but he dropped out of college which was a disappointment to people. But, you know, like, they, they appreciate his efforts. Right. And then there's another adopted brother, Tom Hagen, uh, who is, yeah. uh, like, who's going to, he's the, Robert Duvall. Robert Duval's character. He's the, the conciliary, which is an exalted position in the mafia. Mm-hmm. But Michael is trying to acclimate his WASP fiance Kay, played by Diane Keaton, to this way of life. Yep. Um, and he's trying to, like, let her know that, like, yeah, we're, we're amongst mafia people right now, but don't think that of me. I'm, I'm not, not this like person. I'm not like that. Right. I'm not
0: my family. Right. Yeah. He, he doesn't want anything to do with it. Right. And and that's pretty much the thing with his character. Yes. He doesn't want to, anything to do with it, and as you know, in the end, he's the head of the family. Yes. Um and he does it because family is important. Mm-hmm. It's more important than anything else. Right. Uh more important than him doing his own thing. Yes. More important than him marrying a woman who he thinks he loves. Right. I don't know if he really does. Right. And he doesn't act like he does. <laughs> no, he sure doesn't, no. Especially in the next movie. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I love how his character turns like that. Me too. Um, like we mentioned already, at when he shoots the police captain and mm-hmm. the other... Uh, and Salazzo. Sollozzo. Right. The first time you watch this, you don't know if he's going to go through with it. Yeah. Because the plan is to come out and shoot right when you come out of the bathroom. He doesn't. He goes back and sits down. Yeah. And you're thinking, oh, he's chickening out. Right. But no, a couple seconds later, bam, bam, bam. Got him. He just gets up kind
1: of like... Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it, mid, Salazzo's in mid-sentence, and he just kind of just decides, okay, right now, this is a weird moment, but I'm going to do this.
0: Yeah, and uh, the camera's just focused on Al Pacino's face, Yeah, and he, he's looking around kind of like, okay, I got to do it, got to do it. Right. You know, he's getting a little nervous, <laughs> uh-huh. but he knows he's going to do it. Uh, he stands up and fires the shots. Um, you learned before from Clemenza or whatever, you got to uh-huh. put two in each head. Yeah. He doesn't do that. He does two and one and one, (laughs) just one and the other. Uh Uh-huh. And that is such a nice touch. Yeah. Because he's so in the moment Uh and new at this. Yeah. That he forgets to do it. He's a soldier. He's not an assassin. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he almost forgets to drop the gun. Yeah. And as he's leaving, he kind of like throws it kind of. Right before he gets
1: out of the restaurant. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like,
0: oh, get off my hand, get Uh off my hand. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it shows his reluctance to do it, uh-huh. which is great because he totally does it and willingly. Yep. and I don't think he's ashamed of doing it at all. He did no. it for his family, right? Uh, this, yeah, this this is before Sonny dies, right? This yes. Is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Be- because this is because they shot Don Vito, his father. That's right. Which man? Talk about Master P. This guy. <laughs> Actually, talk about 50 Cent. This guy takes some bullets. Oh, God. Yeah, he, I mean,
1: like, uh, they, they empty the clip on on the Don Yeah. at close range.
0: He's just trying to buy some fruit, man.
1: He just wants some oranges.
0: Oh, this guy and his oranges, he dies with his oranges. <laughs>
1: well, every time an orange appears on screen, uh, it means death.
0: Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: Yes. Um, I don't know if that's a Coppola language or if that's just film language. I, I don't know. But apparently, it does mean something. There is significance there.
0: Well, yeah, it's like the sixth sense. Anytime there's red, there's a yes. ghost or something. Yeah,
1: exactly. No, it, it's it, it's it's real. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a cinematic technique and it's right. good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and that was because and, you something know, like that is it's subliminal, right. Uh, subconscious. Right. You see the orange mm-hmm. and you associate it with the last scene that this happened yes. in, and you don't know why, but mm-hmm. you have a sense that something's going to happen. Absolutely, uh, mm-hmm. that's part of it. Right. Good mm-hmm. filmmaking here. That's right, exactly. This
1: is this is yeah, this is confident filmmaking, right? Very
0: good. And uh, when the Godfather gets shot in the street, he's with Fredo. Yeah, and I really like this Fredo moment. He gets he he gets out of the car and he fumbles his gun. Yeah, that is such a Fredo thing. It's it's Fredo's first first big Fredo moment that we see. He, yeah. He's he's the son that would do that. Yep. And then he kneels down and he cries. He just starts crying like like a like a baby would. Yep. You mm-hmm. know. Right. Which. The the movie kind of has this whole thing overarching through it about the like, men can't be sensitive or no, yeah, yeah. or like a woman, quote right, unquote, right. and show your feelings. Right. Like ex- when Michael's on the phone with Kay and yeah. he doesn't say I love you because right. the other guys are around. Exactly, yeah. Like Fredo's the one that shows his emotions mm-hmm. and he's shunned for that.
1: Early in the movie, uh, during dur- when the Don is is like giving favors, uh, his ne- and his nephew, his godson Johnny Fontaine, comes exactly. in. exactly the movie star. Right, uh, when Johnny is like t- telling Vito what's going on and how he can't get this part, he doesn't even really cry. But he just yeah. puts his head in his hands and says, "I don't know what to do, Father. Godfather, I don't know what to do." Yeah. And Vito, like it, it's the only time Marlon Brando really snaps in the movie. Uh-huh. But he says, "You can act like a man," and he, he yep. slaps the shit out of him. And like you know, hey, what's the matter with you? You come out there be some Hollywood uh-huh. fink. You know, I mean, like uh, he is so angry that that like this guy is not being is not asserting himself. Right. He's um, not being a man. He's not being a man. Mm-hmm. And and he's also not spending time with his family, which you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, and he's still going to do this favor because he loves Johnny. But he mm-hmm. wants Johnny to stand up straight, goddammit, and stop acting all Hollywood mm-hmm. um, and and act like a man. It's a maybe a shit-kicking way of of, of looking at life, mm-hmm. but you can kind of respect it in some ways. Uh, maybe it's not as enlightened as it could be. Yeah. Um. But uh, <laughs> but but I, I but you are siding with Vito in that scene,
0: right? You you don't want this guy coming in just whining, trying yeah. to get favor. Exactly. You know. Right. 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 No, that's not good. Right. So you, you shouldn't do that. No.
1: And I love when they cut to Robert Duvall in the corner, just like grinning. You know. You know. <laughs>
0: Tom Hagen is amazing. He's a great character. I love that character. I know. (laughs) I I really love how he's not actually blood related to the family. Right. And that creates this great dynamic between him and Sonny. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Sonny... I don't know. I, he might be jealous of Tom.
1: He's jealous of Tom's smarts, certainly. His yeah. smarts yeah. and
0: um, the affection that his father has for him, too. I mean, he's conciliary. not being a real right. son. He's not a Sicilian,
1: yeah. and he's and he's not b- blood related. But he's he's right. a made guy, and he's like number two in the family.
0: Yep. yep. Yeah, it's.
1: I mean, Sonny's got to not be you know too happy about that. And when and when Vito dies and Sonny takes over um like he 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 even like kind of gives it to Tom he, he he has that one speech where he says cuz he cuz all he's wanting to do Tom's trying to tell him look you you, you you, can't just be shooting people in the street. Right. This war is costing us money. We can't do any business. And he's like, he says uh, something about like, you know, if, if I had a goddamn wartime conciliary like 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 Pop did, mm-hmm. you know, my Pop had Janko, look what I got. Yeah. And Tom is like, you know, really kind of hurt by this. And, and Sonny realizes what he said. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Mom made a little dinner, you know, yeah. and he's trying to get him into the kitchen or whatever. But it's like he... He, he knows that um he, he knows that this guy is smarter than him even though he doesn't want to listen to him which mm-hmm. is which is what sonny does throughout the whole movie and that's what it's kind of you know is his downfall too
0: yeah and even when michael becomes don he sends tom Hagen to vegas yes to kind of handle business there yeah H- how do you see that is michael kind of trying to get rid of him or is he he knows he can trust tom to take care of this stuff well, yeah. What
1: He knows he can... What, what we find out eventually is that what it feels like in the moment is that he's dismissing Tom. But what we find out later is that, yes, he's doing it because he can trust Tom.
0: Mm-hmm. And it really respects him. Fredo's it. already out there. Yes. Okay.
1: Fredo's out there under the protection of Mo Green.
0: <laughs> Mo Green? <laughs>
1: you know, working for Mo Green. <laughs> Getting slapped around in public because he's banging cocktail waitresses two at a time. Oh, man.
0: The life... <laughs> The life of John Cazale, folks. People couldn't get their drinks. <laughs> That's, that is such a good line. They couldn't get their drinks. That's the only reason he's pissed about it. Exactly, I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, uh, and and you know, we we talked off air about how we, you know, like we're gonna like maybe touch on parts two and three here and there. But like, yeah, in part two, early on, when the assassination attempt is made on Michael, he brings in Tom, and tells him, "I have to go away." I have to go solve this, figure out what's going on. And while I'm gone, you're the Don. And I have to do this because you're mm-hmm. the only one I can completely trust. And, and he even apologizes to him saying, I've kept you out of certain aspects of the family business, and I know that that hurt you in the past. Yeah. But it wasn't because I didn't love you, and it wasn't because of a lack of trust. It's because I've always respected you. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you're the one I can completely trust right now. Yeah. And and he like kind of tells Tom, you're my brother. We, we are brothers.
0: Right. You know? Well... He, I mean, sonny has gone. Yes. So he can't rely on him. Obviously. Right, right. But he knows the flaws that Sonny has. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, his hot headedness. Yep. Anger. Mm-hmm. Inability to control his actions. Right. You can't have a guy like that in charge because no. it'll. He will self destruct everything. Oh yeah, he'll bring everything down. Uh huh. And he 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 practically was. And that, that's he, what was happening. If he hadn't been killed. Yep. Uh, he probably would have done it. The
1: family would have gone into ruin under Sonny, There's no yep. doubt. Yeah. And you can't have Fredo running
0: things. Uh, no, he can't handle it. As, even though you know, he's smart, he can handle things. He's smart, you know.
1: Not like everybody says, like dumb. You know, he's smart and he wants respect. Uh, but you know, uh, God. <laughs> 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 and when Michael says that in the beginning, like of part two, when he when he says, you know, like uh, Fredo, he's got a good heart, but he's weak and he's stupid. Yeah. And this is life and death. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really. It's really heartbreaking, you know. It
0: is. <laughs> Cause, I mean,
1: because uh, Fredo knows that Michael thinks this of him,
0: and the whole story arc in the second one with Fredo, yeah, it breaks your heart. It man. does. It does. I mean, out of the whole family, he's a good guy. I know. You know, he was born in the wrong family.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's business now, right? To, to knock him off, right? You know, right? Your own brother,
1: and and so so coldly and and just like unforgiving and like. I mean, yeah, yeah he, he he did put a hit out on his brother unwittingly. Yeah, you know, um, he it, had, you know, it, it, Michael should have like realized. Okay, he didn't really understand the gravity of what was happening. I'm gonna give him a pass.
0: Yeah, you know? he's um, his brother, man. Right,
1: right. And thankfully, in part three, he uh like finally rec- recants, uh, finally repents of this sin. Thankfully, you know, it's uh, before he dies anyway.
0: And, and Michael does a similar similar thing in mm-hmm. the first one with Tessio. Sure. Wait, uh, he has Abe Vagoda taken care of. <laughs> and and he has some great lines there. He says Michael? He's uh, tell no, uh Tessio does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He says, Tell Michael it was only business. You know, that that is great. I, I, it's not personal, uh, man. Tom, and and, and uh, Tom, can you get me off this last time or something? For old it, time's sake. Can't do it, Sally. Good stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> and Tessio's just like Yep. This yeah, is it, man. Yeah, he's so
1: dignified. He just, okay, well... well that's
0: the way it works.
1: Yep. You know? I I, I double-crossed him, and he, he figured it out, and now I'm gonna die. Yep. Um, and thankfully, we don't have to watch him die.
0: Um, yeah, he, he doesn't have to row a boat out in the middle of the lake <sighs> or anything like that.
1: I don't want to watch Tessio get whacked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I do want to watch uh, Carlo get whacked, and thankfully, we get to see it. Yeah, that is know.
0: very... <laughs> A very satisfying moment. Yes.
1: <laughs> being garretted in the in in the car is 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 excellent I love it uh Clemenza can kill somebody when when you when
0: he really wants to dude <laughs> <laughs> man, and th- that whole sequence there and and when when they take care of carlo uh-huh. Uh, and Michael just doesn't care. No, that he just murdered his sister's husband. Nope. On the day of their daughter's baptism, he could or give the, is two shits. Their son. It's their son. Yeah, yeah. My, the son Michael. I was getting Sophia mixed in there. Yeah, so, it's, yeah. it's not uh, really it's, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but how cold are you to do this? He's um at this time at this moment. <sighs> it's it I, was it was business. I, I can see hitting the other families yeah. at that time. Yeah, but your own family.
1: I mean, he. Th- now, now Carlo, the guy deserves yeah, it. Yeah, Carlo by the had way. it coming.
0: Yeah, he. he this he, guy sucks. Exactly. When he's right. When he's uh, fighting with Connie and yes. wh- hitting her with his belt. Oh and stuff. God! Yeah. Clean it up! Oh, clean it up! Now God. clean it up! Oh, man,
1: I hate that scene so much. It's hard to watch. That I know. Scene. I know. And,
0: and when she grabs the butcher knife.
1: Yeah. And
0: you're like, someone's getting cut here, man. I know.
1: And he just keeps telling you, know, you spoiled Guinea brat, you know yep. stuff. I mean? And few film scenes are as satisfying as James Caan beating the shit out of this guy in the street.
0: That is some great stuff. I mean... There, there's a couple punches there that totally whiff. and you Yes, see, yes. It's just, I mean, you can't really edit it or I know, you, you, you can't, right, right. You right. just got to keep the take how right. it is, but <laughs> it's just so funny to see him whiffing on him. <laughs> some of the kicks are just... You know, he's pulling his kicks. He's pulling his punches, <laughs> but there, it still works in and, the long run.
1: And and a couple of those kicks did connect because he broke three of Gianni Russo's ribs. He did. Yeah. Wow. Um, and w- one, one piece was actually ad libbed. Was uh like like that th- that that piece of broom handle that's just in the car. Okay. Um, that wasn't in the script. Like like James Caan just saw it laying somewhere and he asked the prop guy, "Hey, can I have that?" And he put it in the car. And he pulled up. He goes, "Hey, come here, come here!" And he, and he, and he just picks it up and just and just chucks it at him yeah. and almost hits him. Like
0: that wasn't that that was that was totally ad lib. My favorite when he starts banging him with the trash can lid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what are you doing? Uh. It's it's pretty ridiculous and silly. Yeah. But yeah. That Sonny man, he is just so. Furious. Oh,
1: man. Yeah. He's in a berserker race. his knuckles. Yeah. And- oh, he, when he bites him, that's <laughs> probably my favorite part. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Because the thing about like think about if a man like Sonny was was mad at you yeah. and wanted to beat you up. That that is that is the lengths he would go. He actually would bite your fingers as <laughs> you're trying to on hold him. on to the thing. <laughs> <laughs> He'd come just close enough to where he didn't kill you, where he wouldn't have to do time.
0: Right. Uh, but he's gonna kill you next time. Like, I love how he leaves him laying in the street with, oh, the, yeah, fire with hydrant. the hydrant. Oh yeah, with the hydrant. Yeah. It's great. It's awesome. <laughs> and then you cut cut the Sicily. Uh-huh and there was a wedding.
1: Yeah, yeah, let's uh let's talk let's... about that. Yeah. So Michael went to Sicily after he killed Salazzo and McCloskey. Yes. Um and he's there under the protection of, of Vito's business partner Don Tomasino, who we learn more about in part 2. Mm-hmm. You know, like the the whole thing there where, where he He's already been he's he's already engaged to Kay Diane Keaton, but now he's over in in Italy, and he like that life is kind of behind him, so he just forgets about all that, yeah. and decides to marry this local
0: girl Apollonia out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. By the way, how long? How quick did this happen? Because he still has that black eye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he still has he still has <laughs> Well, it happened in a week, man. Well, but he, I mean, like, like they, they said that McCloskey broke his jaw and he probably didn't have plastic okay. surgery. Okay. So, like, I guess he would still have sort of a shiner. I
0: could see that going for Months maybe a later? month or okay, so. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. May, maybe so. Yeah. You know, Michaels, he's moving fast, <laughs> you know? <laughs>
0: right. That boat ride, how long? I mean,
1: I don't know how long it would have been, but I mean, good Lord. It's, yeah. He's still got a black eye. That's, that's strange. <laughs> yeah. And he's in this whirlwind romance already. <laughs> And he just asked the local, uh like, guy there who's Apollonia's father, um, hey, I'm gonna marry your daughter. Yeah.
0: Um and that I've never met. That I've never I just saw her I, exactly. and said she's hot.
1: Exactly. I I know. She's so beautiful. I kind of don't kinda... like
0: that aspect of this movie. Well, it's dude, like,
1: man. I know. It's like we talked about with with these these um these old world values that, yeah. that are very outdated.
0: Exactly. You know. I mean, in the context of the movie, it's the nineteen forties. Yes. And he's in old world Sicily. Yeah. Uh Traditional values they reign supreme. Yes, this is probably how it's done there. Yes, and you know, so I don't, I don't blame it or knock it. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's kind of odd.
1: Well, and, and I odd. mean, and, and it's because for the women, it's it's just a lottery. I mean, like 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 yeah. she ends up in a pretty good before she gets killed. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, before she explodes. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, she she kind of lucks out in that Michael is at heart a good man. Yeah. But her father could just as easily have married her off to some scumbag. That's true. Um who just impressed him. Right. And
0: uh like it's you know,
1: it's it's all just it's all just dumb luck. Right. You know.
0: And like you said, it's just this is how the women were treated there. Yeah. Like it 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 totally fits in the movie though. Yep. With the view of the of the woman right. that the oh, movie yeah. has. Exactly. That these characters hold. Yeah, the, like uh, she yeah. she's his she's his. I know she's his object. She's a possession. Um, yeah, just as Kay is. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. It's it's his. Mm-hmm. It's his. I don't care what you think. Right, right. Don't ask me about my business. You know, <laughs> she's not involved. Dude, she's your freaking wife, man. She's supposed to be an equal in this yeah, partnership. Yeah, come on, yes, come but, on. But she's not. And well, um, well, you can see what the how he holds the sanctity of. Of marriage you uh-huh. know with how he treats the baptism i, I mean, know he he doesn't care
1: yeah he, he's only pretending to be religious in, yep. in every situation <laughs> yeah. um and yeah when he says uh like uh, yeah do do you renounce satan and all his uh yes yeah. i do and yeah i mean the the editing of that sequence uh it's it's amazing it's it's, and it's wow i mean at, at that point nothing had been ever nothing we we'd never seen anything like it I still probably haven't ever seen anything like
0: maybe it. like Rosemary's Baby or something. Maybe so, with yeah. What the Hail Satan stuff uh, at the end? But, uh, well, but but I'm talking like like
1: just even with the um, oh editing wise, yeah, editing okay, wise. Okay, I mean yeah. just just showing you two completely like disparate you know things and like putting putting one thing against the other and comparing it. Yeah, and, and
0: like yeah, you see the the five families getting taken out. Dude, Breaking Bad totally stole this mid season five with the prison shanks. You're right. They totally stole it, you're but right. it totally works. That's true. It is so good. Right,
1: right. You're right. No, you're right. It can be like you can you can steal it. It's yeah. fine, <laughs> but but just borrowed. Yeah. It, yes, <laughs> right. But just do a work cited page and and right right. And understand. List that your we, references exactly. We we all know Vince
0: that you stole this from Francis Coppola, created by Vince Gilligan and <laughs> stolen from Francis Coppola. <laughs> that's, that's right, dude. <laughs> Um, <laughs> now have you read Did you read the novels
1: Yes I was about to say I, I did read um, I, th- there, there was just the one novel um, It
0: was one novel Yeah Mario okay. Puzo
1: Just wrote the one book Now there's been Godfather books That have come out After Mario Puzo's death
0: Okay Mark, Expanded universe Yes exactly okay. Yes for that
1: Precisely <laughs> EU <laughs> uh,
0: Mark Weingartner I think When they go the... to Dagobah It's awesome man <laughs> I knew it, dude. I know.
1: I can't think of anything else besides that shit. Um, <laughs> when the
0: five families fight on Sullus, yes, that is awesome. And, dude, thankfully, this
1: supplemental material <laughs> in the expanded Godfather universe isn't going to be made into a movie, right? I, I don't right. think so, anyway. Okay, it was very poorly received. But uh, yeah, the, the the book, the original novel, is very different from the movie. Like, I mean, like the the most of the stuff in the movie is is directly taken from the novel, but there there are other certain things that um that may, you know, they kind of like, I here's what I would recommend. Uh, everybody has seen the movie, but they should go read the book and they should, it fills in the gaps that, that mm-hmm. the movie didn't have. So like, does it
0: cover all three films or is it the first two or it's, it's, how, how, it's how does mostly, it work?
1: It's mostly the first two. Okay. Mm-hmm. As and, most uh, people think it should be yeah, left yeah. as. Yeah, the, the the third Michael Corleone adventure is is like, is like kind
0: of extraneous. <laughs> the Adventures of Michael Corleone. <laughs> right. we, not, we got that. We got The Adventures of Hannibal Lecter. That's
1: right. <laughs> I gotta stop saying adventure. Which I, know. I
0: found. There's a comic strip online I found. I posted it on the Facebook page. Oh, good night. Nice. Okay. Oh my God. It's well. The Adventures of Hannibal Lecter.
1: Well, dude, Christmas is coming. <laughs> so.
0: <you know. laughs> um. <laughs> I mean, Mario Puzo yeah. wrote the screenplay with Coppola, he did. didn't he? Yes. So
1: yes. Some of the things that, that are in the book that I wish would have been in the movie um, are, like, you get a lot more about
0: Luca Brasi. Yeah, he's kind of like a non thing in a movie. Really, he's just
1: like you hear about him. Like Michael tells the story about like you know when when Johnny Fontaine uh, was 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 under contract to that band leader and uh, Luca Brasi went mm-hmm. in with Vito and they they got him out of the contract by you know just threatening this guy. Right. Um, in the book, he's he's almost satanic. In it, it's it's not just the band leader story. It's some of the thing where he like you know uh, pretty much gives a woman an abortion with his fists. Wow. Um, and it's, it's really gross. It's really terrible. Um, they also get more into Johnny Fontaine's Hollywood life. Um, and it's very interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, like he goes, he goes on to, to, to do the war movie and he wins an Oscar. Um, Oh, okay. (laughs) And it's, and it and he like starts to kind of spiral because he's like getting more and more depraved in his partying and stuff like that. And it's very interesting. Um, it's not, not relevant for the movie. It's not, exactly. Yeah. And, and and you know, like, we, we've been talking about Johnny Fontaine. We, we all know about the whole thing about how this is... A, apparently, this is... Allegedly, it's a stand-in for Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Frank had mob ties, and uh, the legend goes is the whole thing with the band leader is based on Frank Sinatra's, uh, like, contract with Tommy Dorsey, that uh, his mafia contacts went into Tommy Dorsey, and, you know, because he was saying, we're not letting the... Sing- I'm not letting Frank out of his contract. Um, and then later on in his career, when his, when his singing career was his, his voice was starting to go, um, he wanted to be in from here to eternity and mm-hmm. the, the, the studio said no. Um, so they, he, he got his goons to like lean on the studio and, uh, did they, he win an
0: Oscar for that? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, it, it's
1: it's it's too it, it's like and Mario Puzo claims that Johnny Fontaine is not based on Frank Sinatra. It's the same story. <laughs> it's it's definitely Frank Sinatra. So <laughs> you know Mario's lying anyway. But uh, but yeah, and it also gets into uh, Lucy Mancini's character a lot more. Who who is that guy? Uh, now? She is. Uh, it's, it's, it's that girl. The, I yeah, guess. it's 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 yeah, uh, <laughs> it's Vin- Vincenzo's mother, like Sonny's son um who like Andy Garcia plays him in part 3 yes 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 uh, yeah it's 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 Andy Gar- it's uh, she's in
0: like two scenes in this movie yeah
1: she's in the opening wedding scene he's doing her up against the the bathroom door mm-hmm. um and then he's also like doing her another time in the movie mm-hmm. yeah it gets into her thing
0: yeah a lot of doing it <laughs> Yeah. You know. exactly it's a danielle Steele novel yeah
1: it, it, the, the the yeah the, the godfather film treats her as a danielle Steele figure but in the in the novel she's much more fleshed out
0: <laughs> that's good it's like a flip yes exactly Vice versa right right situation <laughs> um so what do you think of the way Vito dies in the movie how how he's in the tomato mm-hmm. garden with right. his grandson, right. and I guess essentially has a heart attack. Yeah. So, so do you, how do you feel about the demise of the great Godfather? I think in it's, that way,
1: I think it's uh, I think it's perfect. Um, Me I, too. I like that that he um, he's able to ha- have have like a, a normal a normal like mortal death. You know, um, right? He, he doesn't go out in a hail of bullets like like a great American gangster would. Right. Um instead he's felled by just, you know, kind of uh, normal human um weaknesses. Yeah. You know? Just his body breaks down. Yeah and, and I and I think it's I think it's pretty cool.
0: It's good. Mm-hmm. I I like it a lot. And I like how the the grandson thinks he's playing at first yeah. for about, you know, uh-huh. ten seconds. Yeah. And then that shot of the, him just running off. I know. And he just I know holds there on the body lane yeah. with with the linen on, on the clothesline. Oh, blowing. that's so Beautiful, perfect. man. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great. And I love how on the DVD, that's the menu. You, yeah, you have that on your yeah, DVD? that's right. It's yeah, so good, I, know, I That's love cool, it. man, I know. And I also like it, correct me if I'm wrong, but at the end of the third one, mm-hmm. Michael yep. kind of goes in a similar fashion. He's just in the chair, right? It just falls out of the chair. Falls out of the chair. Right. Um, It's not you know, as good as right. Vito's death, right? but it's similar in the fact that he's kind of just sitting in doing nothing and, yes. and dies. And he's by himself, like... I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He dies alone. Right, right. Vito is surrounded by his family. Yes. He's in his garden, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Michael, is, is he in Sicily there Yes, the he's, he's still in Sicily. He's there mm-hmm. all alone, man. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he dies alone. Yep. That's what he's done to himself.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah, and, and that, that, that's what makes The Godfather 3, I think, like, a worthwhile... Worthy of your time.
0: It's a good ending. Yeah,
1: exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he is... Like, that, that is the gutting of Michael's soul. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, he has like been, um, he's been a brutal leader. Whereas his father was, um, like also brutal, but also very generous and giving and, and was a real mensch as well. Unlike Michael.
0: Yeah. You know, and Vito compared to Michael, the importance of family, like you said, Vito said, you don't spend time with your family, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. Yes. To, to Fontaine. hmm Vito spent so much time with his family. I know. do not Don. Well, Don Michael. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> had his family. Preaches the importance of family. Treats his family like shit. They're they're not. I mean, they're everything to
1: him, and he never shows it. You know, and he he just he just says it all the time, like you know about family, family, all this stuff. Yep. And he um he's always talking about how he's being strong for them. Yeah. Like, like, it's it's this mantle that he takes on himself, and he, he says that, like, you know, he's trying to be like Pop, you know, because Pop was being strong for us. Right. He was, but he was also, like, being nurturing and, and, like, trying as best as he could to, like, you know, raise you up and make sure that you didn't end up like him. He was being a father. Yes. Yes. Not just a leader. Right. And he... Unlike his his boys, wasn't um, like I I guess I guess we never see Michael um, like cheat on Kay, but we certainly see Sonny you know with his extramarital affairs. Yeah, Um, we don't see the Don doing that whatsoever. Um, He's he's an upright man who kills people. (laughs) (laughs) You know,
0: (laughs) he does bad. He does yes. I was about to say he doesn't do immoral things, but he yeah, totally does. He
1: does. He definitely does. Um, he's definitely a sinner. <laughs>
0: but but he, he he doesn't hurt his family. No, no.
1: He 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 holds them in as much esteem as he claims he does.
0: Right. You he's know? he's walking the wall.
1: Absolutely. Right. <laughs> he really values these people. Exactly. Um and like, and you see it a lot in part two as well. Um, you know, I, 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 I don't, we probably will someday do a Godfather 2 episode. I'm sure we will. We'll, we'll make a special you know, occasion. We will. Mm-hmm. But until then, let's just talk for a second about Robert De Niro in that, in as young Vito Corleone yeah. Yeah. Um, in, in like early, early 20th century uh, America. And like, there's there's a there's a great, there, I, I mentioned him earlier, like being a real dude, um, like how he, when he gets fired from his job at the grocery stand. Um, and he's walking out and he knows why he was fired. Um, and and he's the, like the, the shopkeep is really apologetic to him saying, look, I, I'm sorry, I got to let you go because I have to give the boss, uh, the, the local mafia chieftain, his. I got to give his nephew your job uh-huh. and I'm sorry. And he's really crying about it and, he, and he's just like, hey, listen, I understand when I came to this country, you opened your doors to me and you took me in and you took care of me and I'll never forget that so don't be sorry. And then he walks away, and he, he won't accept, like, the guy tries to give him a box of groceries for his family, and he's like, no, 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 I didn't pay for those. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> it, 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 when you, you mentioned off-air watching Godfather 1 again after having seen Godfather 2, yes. and you see those kinds of things, and you know that that's what, that's how Vito came up, and all those things have made him into the man that right. he is today. Like, like just, just being so, um doing, doing like, what he needed to do um. He turned to a life of crime because that was what the atmosphere was. Yeah. Just like kids today in the ghetto. Yeah. You know, that's why they do what they do.
0: Yeah. And the the one thing I really loved, a choice they made with the sequel, is to have the past of Don Vito Mm -hmm. also going along with Michael's story.
1: Yes. Running concurrently. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And I mean, Godfather 2 is like 200 minutes long. (laughs) These are two entirely separate movies. Yeah. They could have been done that way. yet they make them one concurrent story, (laughs) which is so well done. Oh, yeah. And wonderfully edited. Yeah. I I cannot believe they pulled this off. It's quite a feat. I know. (laughs) And amazing performances, too.
1: We're going to do Godfather 2 someday, you guys. Okay. (laughs) Just don't worry. We're going to do it. You know.
0: We'll do it, right?
1: <laughs> and we'll probably do part three as yeah, well. well. What do the three. hell, you know? Yeah, might as well. And then we'll do our our fan fiction part we, four. We you know. <laughs> do the EU. Yeah, everyone, pick out your favorite novella and exactly. tell us which one. Yes, new. dude.
0: I like when Michael goes to the the light side of the Force for a while. <laughs> That's really good. Right. That one's really entertaining. <laughs> the Force Ghost of Don Vito <laughs> helps him get through that hard time.
1: Darth Calabria, Dar- yeah. Darth.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Darth comes out <laughs> <laughs> really fucks up right. things man
1: <laughs> oh and and speaking of Tattalia um and Barzini and Stracci and Cuneo um and Mo Green again <laughs> when those dudes get it yeah uh during during the baptismal scene each one of them has a colorful death yeah um, they do I, I, and I, I love what one, one touch I love is, is when they're working up to like showing like the, the hitmen getting together, like kind of getting themselves planned and everything. Everyone's prepping. Exactly. Like, like, like Clemenza is getting that, that rifle. He like opens up the, the violin case yeah. or, or, you know, he's or I, I, actually, I'm sorry. It's uh, like Al Neary, whatever, whoever it was that has the big rifle he has to put together. Um, I love the touch of Willie Chi getting a shave. Like yeah, <laughs> before it gets going, yep. he's like looking at his watch and like you know having a cigarette. You know, okay, uh-huh. am, I, am I on time? Yep. Uh, but he makes it. He, <laughs> he he gets to that revolving door right when he needs to. And, Perfect timing. Yeah. Oh man. Mm-hmm. And Cuneo gets his. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: great. Just bam, bam. Yes. Through the glass. Right. Good stuff.
1: It's so good.
0: That the the way that scenes edited, mm-hmm. like we have already said. Yeah. Creates just, just some kind of magic. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, juxtaposed with the baptism. Uh huh. This holy act.
1: Yes. Uh, with the this sacred act. This right.
0: entirely sinful act. Mm hmm. Right. Happening at the same time. Absolutely, man. And Michael lying, saying he, he doesn't sin and all this stuff. Right. He just put out five hits that are happening at the same time <sighs> as this moment. Like. <laughs> We've already touched on it. I just have to say again, like how magical this is. This is a movie moment that is rarely rec- recreated in the, like the mood it makes you feel and just how well done it is. It, and, it is rare.
1: And, he, and he's not there for any of the sh- of the slayings, and and yet he's behind all of them, as we know. Mm-hmm. And when he walks into the little carriage house and Carlo is there, and uh, he tells Carlo, you know, you have to answer for Santino, Carlo. Yep. Um, And then he says something about like, like Carlo starts going, uh, I'm innocent, Mike, I'm innocent. You know, Hey Mike, don't do this. And he's like, I took care of all family business today. So mm-hmm. don't tell me you're innocent. Right. That That's my favorite Michael scene in, in the first movie mm-hmm. is him telling Carlo what's what and getting him to admit that Barzini was the one who came to him and helped him set up Sonny. Right. Um, Because it proved also Vito veto. Correct. Vito went to that meeting of all the five families and, and came out of it and uh, told Tom to Talia is a pimp. Mm-hmm. He never could have outfought, outfought Santino. Yep. But I knew, I never knew to this day that it was Barzini all along. Mm-hmm. Um, he had it sussed out right there. Yep. And he didn't tell Michael, hey, it's Barzini. He let Michael figure it out for himself.
0: Yeah, it's, that's it's good. A, it's a great touch. <laughs> <laughs> and and Michael, doesn't Michael lie to Carlo there? Say, I'm not going to yes. kill I'm not going to leave uh-huh. my uh, right, right, right nephew mm-hmm. fatherless. Yep. I just you know?
1: exactly. I'm not going to make him an orphan.
0: And then 60 seconds later, yep. you're, you're dead, man. Exactly. You're, you're done.
1: Right. You're dead. Yep. Get out of my sight.
0: And then he lies to his wife.
1: He he. First he t- you know she she's a, is it true? Is it true? Is it mm-hmm. true? She and he says don't ask me about my business. He's very coolly telling her that. Mm-hmm. And then you know funny says enough. You know
0: S- smacks the table. Exactly. Right. Yes. Yep.
1: And then he says okay this one time you can ask me about my affairs. Yeah. And she asks him is it true and he says no.
0: And What a jerk! What an asshole! Oh God! Because she's so relieved, and then she leaves the room, and, and the two guys—I forget who it is—it's
1: Clemenza and uh, and Rocco Lampone like, and like Al Neri. Light,
0: light a cigarette and <laughs> look. They look out at her and yes. close the door. Yes, you know? after
1: kissing his hand. Oh and, yeah, and, 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 and like, calling him Don Corleone. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, <laughs> the transformation is complete, yes. folks. He
1: is—he has become like everything that he's Ugh. never said he would be. But okay, you, you know, I, the people I know—we're all over the place with this. But bear with us for a second. I—I I, we got to go back to one very key thing. Okay. Um, it's—it's—it's it's, it's after the dawn. Is they—they they make the assassination attempt on him. He's in the hospital recovering, and Michael goes to visit him.
0: I love the hospital scene. It's, it's, it's probably and Enzo, the baker. Yes, shows and
1: up. Enzo, the baker. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Michael like proves his metal in this scene, of course. Yeah. And that, like realizing what's going on, re- realizing that, 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 McCloskey has like chased away all of Vito's bodyguards mm-hmm. and the Turk Salazzo has put him up to it. He's paying him off. This, this cop is dirty. Um, and he improvises, he moves him to another room. Yeah. Um, and then he calls Tom and says, Hey, there's nobody down here. Get yeah. some people down yeah. here. Yeah. And just he's and then like when when the when the hitmen drive up, he like Enzo the baker, this immigrant guy who the Don did a favor for earlier. Bonacera's yep. it's well, it's the, the cake maker's kid. Um, he comes there just to pay tribute to the Don, and Michael tells him like makes him act like a hitman.
0: Yeah, stand out front. Yep. Like you have a gun. Yes. You know. Yes. And and they fend off the car exactly by yep. just standing there with no weapons. Yep. They and, got nothing. Right. Yeah. They're unarmed. Right. Completely unarmed. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I wrote down about this scene that this this is like the first step he Michael takes. It is to, yeah to fulfilling his destiny. Yes, as I put it. Yes, uh, it's
1: his first gangland act.
0: Yeah, he doesn't do anything violent. Nope. nope. He just protects his dad. Yep. Doesn't do anything, but he knows the seriousness of it. Yes. And if he doesn't do anything, mm-hmm. it's not going to end well.
1: And it's and it's incredibly touching when, like, before he goes out there with Enzo to, like, pretend that they're hitmen, he, like, moves the bot, he moves Vito into that closet, and he just holds his dad's hand and mm-hmm. says, you know, like, I'm with you, don't worry. Yep. Um, I'm gonna protect you. And, like, you see, like, they, they put the camera on Marlon Brando, he's just smiling, mm-hmm. and one tear goes down his face. Oh, God, it's oh, it's so amazing. Stanley Kaufman, eat
0: it! Stan. <laughs> How do you not? <laughs> what an idiot!
1: Stanley Kaufman! Stanley... Oh, Stanley! I'm sorry, man, but you, but you're wrong on this. Your review okay. is exactly. wrong. Yeah, you're you're wrong. I'm sorry.
0: We we we've been preaching this whole the whole first half of the episode about <laughs> how it's all subjective. Yes. no, this is no, not exactly. subjective. There is
1: nothing. If you say you don't like the Godfather, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> I'm sorry,
0: man. You know. I, well, I can, okay. I can see you saying you don't like it. Uh huh. But you cannot say it's a bad movie.
1: Oh my God, no! That that that's that's absolutely. I mean. It's just not true. You're telling a lie, and and you know, and you're and and you have your head up your ass. I mean, like, it's, it's, there's so much wrong with what you're doing, you know.
0: But we love you. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Right. Yeah, man, this movie's pretty good. Yeah, The Godfather is re- a good
1: movie. <laughs> I would recommend this movie.
0: I'd recommend all of the all three of them. I would too. Yeah. Yeah. Watch them in order. Yeah,
1: yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then go rewatch the yeah. first one mm-hmm. at least. Right, right, or all three. Yeah, either do one. Do I, that about ten times, mm-hmm. and you'll be
1: good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like we always say, like like I saw this movie as many times, like, like as much as much fun of as as everybody makes about part three. Like I have seen part three. I, I'm I'm gonna estimate thirty times. Wow, maybe more. I've seen part one. Close to a hundred times, at least. Wow! Damn. Then, yeah. Part two, maybe not as many, but it's in the seventy-five, eighty range. It's it's. I've yeah.
0: I I, I told you folks, Dave's the
1: expert on Dude, this. Yeah, movie. this one I got it covered. Yeah,
0: <laughs> He's got it, he usually has everything covered, but <laughs> right. this one especially. Yep. Man. Yep. Um, yep. And I, like you said, people crap on the third one. Yeah. I always say, okay, it's the worst of the three. Yeah. But it's still a decent movie. It's, it's good it's, movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. I like. It's mm-hmm. a good movie. I yep. like it. And when you're living in the shadow of The Godfather Part One and Part Two, you cannot live up to that, and no been, matter what.
1: And it had been 16 and, years. Yeah, but yeah. Like yeah. 20 years, 16 yeah. years later, yeah.
0: the hype that has been built. Oh my god, it's yeah. not going to happen, folks. Right. It's right. not going to happen. Right. That movie is better than a lot of other. Oh movies, Oh my god,
1: man. yeah. It's 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 in. It was nominated for Best Picture. Yes. And, and it deserved yes. to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it was that good. And listen, I know Sophia Coppola is the Jar Jar of the Godfather <laughs> universe. I, I get it. <laughs> you know, I, I know that that's the case. I liked her. I liked her performance a lot. I, I I think it's very natural. And I know that she's not the world's greatest actress.
0: I was jealous of Andy Garcia so hard, man. I, I wish I was her cousin. And, <laughs> You know, dude, I I found her quite attractive as well. Yes, <laughs> I mean, um,
1: yeah. Um, that that's a little weird, though. Well, kind of. It cousins, is. I mean, it's it's messed up. Whatever. But but you can like they didn't grow up together, and I mean, like like you know, you, you go to a family reunion, people have you know like unacceptable crushes on their cousins all the time. <laughs> you know, it happens.
0: <laughs> I I think it adds something to the movie that you don't see in anything else. Really, yes. it adds this kind of, you know, it's kind of it's weird. That kind of relationship is yeah. not really acceptable in <laughs> <Right>. society, <laughs> nice. but it it adds something to the movie that you don't see. Yeah, it is in other movies
1: because like he, he remember how he's like sort of taking her around and and like showing her the old neighborhood and he he just keeps calling her cousin you know mm-hmm. like and, and she keeps calling him that and it's all very cute and everything mm-hmm. and then like when they're making the yaki they're just like holding hands and it's like
0: man oh, boy. that scene is it's kind of uncomfortable to watch that scene it because is because you know they're cousins I know. If it, you know, if if it was Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks, you'd, <laughs> you'd be totally fine with it. But oh my
1: God, if he, if Meg Ryan helps Tom Hanks make yaki for the boys, <laughs> dude, I want I want to see that right now. Let's Get on that.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> but to, to wrap it up, it's still a good movie. Yeah, it's um, great. <laughs> what? Which one's your favorite? By the way, part two. Part two. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think I have a favorite. Okay. Really. I don't know. I, like I said, I've only seen them a few times. Mm. Uh, right. Very limited. Okay. In my viewing. Sure. So, but I just bought all three, so I'm going to be watching them.
1: The, the, you will like. Like, here's what'll happen. You'll 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 sit down and watch the trilogy again. Yeah. And then you'll sit down and watch it again and again and again. It'll just become part of like like because that's how it happened for me. I, uh, I a just yearly watch. Yeah. So. Exactly. It, at, some, at first, it'll probably become like maybe a monthly watch, yeah, maybe weekly even. Um, it'll just be this thing that you have to like, you know, kind of just keep rewatching and rewatching, like 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 kids studying the Torah. You'll just have to just keep <laughs> re you know, like learning things from doing the same thing over and over again. Exactly, you know, it's the same thing, right?
0: <laughs> Okay, I think we need to wrap it up. This has been a very supersized episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. We broke the two-hour mark. Oh, my God. Okay. So <sighs> thank you, everyone, for listening, especially if you got this far. Uh, <laughs> next week, we're going to be back to normal. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we don't want our episodes to be more than an hour generally. Right. We like to be maybe around 45 minutes. Right. Uh, sometimes we go a little longer. Sometimes we don't go that long because mm-hmm. we don't want to stunt the growth of our conversations we're having. Yes. But this episode, we knew it'd be long. It's maybe a once-a-year thing. Yeah, so exactly. Next year, we'll do sometimes. the same thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully, you're listening then, too. Right. Because we like people listening to us, uh, you know? Uh, yeah. And I don't think it's a superficial thing. It's just fun to know that what we're saying, people are entertained by. It's kind of fun. It's just like the Oscars, you know?
1: <laughs> it is very satisfying. And we're getting a lot more Facebook likes. So oh, yeah. That's great. You know, like, stuff stuff's kind of happening you. for us. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. And and it's... it. Like the reason we're doing this is because we know that you're out there actually listening to us and being entertained. And, yeah. and that means a lot. So. And
0: uh, I love coming in here every week and talking about movies with yep. Dave. It's the highlight of my week. It's really. highlight I of my week. I love it. Anything. I look forward exactly. to it. Yep. I, I prep for the shows <laughs> yes. on the clock sometimes. <laughs> right. Not not a lot. Right, right, right. Yeah. Lunch breaks, you sure. know. Sure. But uh, sometimes I'm thinking about it yep. a little too much. Yeah, me too. Because uh, I, I just I, love doing it so much. I know
1: man I make notes on the clock it happens you know, yeah. it
0: happens but anyways yeah that's that's the end of this show folks uh, so if you like what you heard please subscribe to our show in iTunes like it share it rate it uh, but yeah share it definitely get mm-hmm. your friends listening more dudes as mm-hmm. always right. we want a thousand dudes yes exactly one thousand dudes
1: <laughs> no more no we're more we're
0: cutting it off at a <laughs> thousand that's it so get in now while you have the chance right. uh, <laughs> yes yes So We're also anywhere else you can get a podcast, so Mm -hmm. search for Dudes on Movies or go to dudesonmovies.com. Again, vote for the Oscars. You have one more week to go, and uh, yeah, you can find everything there at the website. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes, and we're also on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Dudes on Movies, and if you do go to Facebook, make sure to hit that like button on the page. That'll help us a lot, just like the uh, rating and reviewing us on iTunes will. Um, Mm -hmm. Give us a good profile for the show.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely leave a review. Uh, Mm -hmm. Tell us what you think. Yes. you know, we don't want a negative review, but if you have a negative review, let us know. Tell Be us some why. Good, good feedback exactly. for the show. Yep. We'll make it better. Yep. Um, so, yeah, like I said, Sunday, the 28th is the Oscars. We'll find out if our picks are right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so tune in. Next week, we'll kind of go over... The results just briefly for our our general topic segment, but it'll be the same format show as always. Mm -hmm. Uh, And next week we're doing Traffic from 2000, directed by Steven Soderbergh. It's going to be a good one. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, on behalf of Dave and myself, we are your dudes. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.